Sixty-four cruising 64. down the street in my six. Jeez, rest in peace, easy. Jocking the bitches, slapping the. Yeah. Um, how's everybody doing today? Outstanding. Amazing. I had a nap today. That's that's a big yeah. one. Yeah. For you. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big yeah. one. How, how long was your nap? Four thirty to seven twenty-four. Oh that's a sleep. That is not yep. a nap. I was. Uh, like a nap that's a nap. That's a nap. No, a nap is an hour under, bro. Everything that's else is a sleep. A Fucking science, dog. You can't go to REM. REM is not a nap, though. What? Everybody gets REM, REM at REM different things? times. But like, it's like there's like a number. They say <laughs> I think I think it's supposed to be forty-five and under. But <laughs> I really I, don't I like this guy policing my naps. I really don't like yeah, that. Well, <laughs> how long does Amaya nap for? That's oh. Sometimes it's 30 minutes. Sometimes it's two hours. Mm. So that's, that's why. it should I, be, man. Live your life. Yeah, I don't let it. I don't please As long nap. as it's not nighttime, it's a nap. Yeah. That's my logic. Uh, well, you can take a nap at nighttime. What if you work a night shift? Yeah, exactly. You only ever taking naps? <laughs> yes. <laughs> as a man who works to, to who used to work night shifts, all I did was nap. Where did you take, where did you work night shifts? I worked at a grocery store for a week and a half. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and, and I quit because I was in Waterloo. <laughs> And uh, I think it was like Labor Day, and I was like, "Oh, do you want to come in?" I'm like, mm, "I can't," so I had to quit. Yeah. Where Wait, was you the voluntarily place? had the choice to come in. You said no, and then you quit <laughs> because you had the voluntary choice not to go in. It, it, yeah, looking at it's kind of crazy, but I was having another, <laughs> yeah, I, I had another job at the time, so it was okay. I was starting school like the next day, so I'm like, you "Yeah, I'll just, forget this." I'm gonna, I'm gonna adjust this for you. Yeah, before I, I do that, uh, Emmy, Hi. our guest on the pod today. <laughs> It's so lovely to see you. I'm you so one happy only, that by the way. You oh, are yeah, joining me. us today. Yeah, this has uh, been a long time coming. Literally, like, it's been a. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Actually, no, you guys, when did you start the podcast? Not that long ago. Yeah. March 2020. We should have started it two, three years ago. Mm. We yeah, should have started so. in like 2013, to be honest. <laughs> and we could have had Emmy on a live Waterloo episode. Waterloo, man. Because she went to. Oh, my God, that episode. Oh, uh, that's all I was laughing. I just yeah. laughed because Emmy uh. was like, Waterloo, man. Why, why? Hey, Waterloo, huh? I mean, it's okay. It's like, if you compare it to Mississauga or like Toronto, it's I hard like to compare. It's Waterloo. Like, what if, like what if you compare sh- it to Brampton? I've, I like Waterloo. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. But like, you also would choose Waterloo if you were to compare Waterloo and Brampton. Nah. Mm. What? If we're being real? I'll tell you one thing. I never went to Brampton on an overnight thing, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. I don't want to overnight some Brampton. It's not as crazy as you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one, two? one two. <laughs> I've done a one two overnight some Brampton. That's not as crazy. Couple couple shots here and there, but you know. Didn't you, you guys all no, oh. you guys didn't all we met in Waterloo. No. I'm trying to think about this. I met Kira How did Waterloo. we meet? Yeah, That's I, what, met, I was literally just thinking about that. I met you, Devon, and I met Emmy in Waterloo. Yeah. You met him for the first time in Waterloo? Yeah, yeah he really? came yeah. to the crib. You like, pro- I probably, like, we've probably crossed paths before then, we but, like, have. as kids, but, like, for sure, not, we never, like, we didn't actually meet each other really until wow. Waterloo. He came yeah. with the jersey. It was the, it was the origin story of Rob Mack. Again, yeah. again, <laughs> you get jersey. There you go. get into details. I do have the, I have a photo from that night, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And that was my first time seeing Clutch. I think you're playing beer pong against DZ. Yeah. What wow. A, what a legendary link. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big link. But yeah. 
Waterloo is a nice place. We I have met, some fun memories there. So I know I met you in Waterloo. Do you guys remember where you guys met Emmy? Where did I meet Emmy? I want to say like, um, was it South by Southwest? No, before then. I knew you before then. Right? Yeah. It was in. It was like twenty. I should have gone say it, John River. I think but so. Like, was I it Mississauga so. or was it like Maxwell? Was it like Maxwell's? Yeah, cut the malarkey. It wasn't. It wasn't Maxwell. It wasn't Maxwell's. No, because I feel like okay, from we met before that. Was it South by Southeast? I feel like that's where I like. I I knew you before then. Yeah. But like, it's hard. So I feel like it was like maybe like a a few months or maybe like a year before then I met you, but I didn't really like know you like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I met him like 2015 for sure. I'm gonna be honest with you, Amy. Yeah. I feel like I've known you all my life. Honestly, same. Yeah. Day one. Oh. That's how I feel too. <laughs> I mean, Emmy's a goat. Mom, Emmy is a goaded individual. Just such a positive and very positive energy. You I think love so? it. I yeah. don't feel positive. What? Oh. <laughs> For sure. I You're doing so... great at faking it. <laughs> yeah, right. Honestly, it's because I'm here with you guys, and it's such a oh, highlight. You know. On. Oh, stop. Come on. Plus, social media is deceiving. We've only really interacted on social media for the past. That's not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Last time we saw was December 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And then boom, COVID. So here we are. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Damn. But yeah. How have you been? How have you been keeping up in I mean, these times? I mean, good. Just in Waterloo. I'm yeah. working at a tech company. In Waterloo? Ooh, wow. In Tor- I think actually it's Vancouver based, but oh, they have an office in Toronto. So like their whole company is remote. So it's nice. Like you can oh, just awesome. work from anywhere. Nice. Um, and it's cool. Like I get to work on their creative team. I'm a brand designer. So it feels cool Jeez. to like actually do something like creative from nine to five. Um, and yeah, honestly, I've just been working. Like I just feel like I have no updates. <laughs> so how do you how do you feel about and your she job? works for a tech company? <laughs> <laughs> You're sick. Yeah, the fucking knee slapper. That was that was a that was top <laughs> shelf dad joke. That was top shelf. Yeah, that was top shelf. Nice rebound. For sure. <laughs> that was Sorry, uh, fantastic. But where where were we before that? Um, um, how do you feel about working for a tech company? As a brand manager. I mean, I feel like the company is so big that you kind of feel like a number or you kind of feel insignificant. Mm. And the previous place I worked at was an agency. And there was like, it was a global company, maybe 70 people. And I felt so valued. I felt like everyone knew Emmy. Like everyone Mm. knew, everyone called me Emmy. No one called me Amelia. Like it was so personal. Yeah. I don't even go by that. (laughs) Amelia. um, Who's that? You know? So like it felt so personal. I felt so like, seen and appreciated, and at this tech company, like, you feel that with your, like, creative team, which is maybe, like, 12, 15 people, but in the grand scheme of things, like, you're just a number, you're just, like, pushing things along, so it's an interesting, like, a difference, and it definitely has fueled this feeling of, like, what am I doing with my life? Uh, The creativity has, like, definitely halted, like, outside of work because of it, but I think it's growing pains, like, I think everyone goes through at some point where they feel like, they're getting super into their nine to five and like their other passions or hobbies are like on hold because you just feel like your brain is super into like making money and like having the salary and health benefits and you get so caught up in like that daily hustle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. everyone's kind of just like at that point in their For lives, sure. like trying to figure it out, right? And like yeah. set ourselves yeah. up because yeah. we're fucked. <laughs> but trying to hopefully like set ourselves up for the future <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean now's the time to do it while we're young and we have energy yeah, yeah. that's so true actually we're active yeah I know you kind of off topic here but I know you just mentioned benefits 
Yes, I have um, health benefits. Would you be able to put me as a dependent? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you can be my child. <laughs> uh, I am currently have no benefits, and I need to get my eyes tested. I need new glasses. I need oh, contacts. I got no. you. I'm lucky I my mom you. works at a dentist. Oh, nice. Otherwise, my last claim would have been like three bills. Like, are you out of your mind? Wait, your job doesn't give you. Your I'm on contract. That's the thing. That's right? how they get you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like even on contract, you should have health benefits. Like, that's like yeah. a basic human right. I right? feel like everyone should have benefits. Everyone like, should right? have even part time. Even part time is for sure. For but, sure. Yeah, totally. That's how they That's how they get you, man. And I yeah. went to the uh, I went to the hospital the other day. Oh shoot, you okay? Very numbing pain in my leg. I was oh like, you should probably get that checked out. Uh, just my sciatic nerve. Yeah. Up, so they're like, oh, yeah, you just gotta go to physio. And then I'm like, all right, oh. sick. But in my head, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so broke. <laughs> like, well, Advil it is, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. Fuck. Or just like YouTube, like sciatica. Is it sciatica? Yeah, yeah. Just like do those like, like back stretches yeah. and yeah. Get a, yeah. a get a rolly a rolly. Oh yeah, pulley. foam roller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know? Like, do we really need like, physiotherapists? Like, you have YouTube, you know? Oh, like, oh, actually, that's the thing. I'm pretty sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think uh, Rafi is like in school, finishing to become a physiotherapist. My cousin's a physiotherapist. I can set you up with her. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. I need that. I'm I'm dying. I've been. I mean, I can I can do your physio for you. For a just, no, give me I'm give me okay. like a month. Give me a I'm month. Not, I don't need you to stretch me out. I'm good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> give me a month and I can take care of you. No thanks. Dude, that's sweet. That's friendship. Yeah, that's friendship. That's friendship. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna. No thanks. Why? He's might want a little more than that. So <laughs> oh, he, <laughs> said, he, he said some very strange things to me on the podcast before. What did he say? So. <laughs> When I'm not on that couch, don't bring up what I said when I'm on the couch. I'm a different man on this couch. Said, I'm a changed man on this couch. There's been this something like, coded I wanted to make sure my butt was okay. It's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. It's a little but. inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate? If you, a real friendship is caring about your friends That's no matter so what. That's Would so you do true. that with the coworker, though? <clears throat> my coworkers are my friends. They're my coworkers. Mm. Fair. Fair. So how do you feel like friendships and coworkers have been with working remotely? Do you feel like you actually get to connect with people? Do you miss being in an office? I miss it. Like I feel like really? I, have, I feel like I have no friends. I was literally telling my boyfriend yesterday. I feel like I have no friends. Ooh. It's such a weird feeling. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's weird. Working remote just takes that human connection or like bond like bonding with your coworkers like mm. out of the day to day, you know? See, like I feel like I'd be so okay with that. I, I would mean, love that. I, yeah. I'm yeah. so okay. I, I don't have to put on my fake corporate voice. That's fair. What does it, what does it sound fair. like? Hi, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you enter an office and just turn gay. <laughs> <laughs> my voice has a different octave. Like, my, my word choices change. You know? It's the fax machine for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this way I could be myself. You know, I don't talk to no one really. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> so, you know, for the for the like the couple times a week, I gotta be like, hey. <laughs> I put bare exclamation marks in my emails. Dude, really? I put like I put like five. Every yeah. time. Yeah. It's like Sometimes I gotta revise it. Like, okay, I use four. Okay, I can literally, use two. Yeah. I a period here. I don't like, get hey, exclamation mark. Like seven, exc- and I'm like, who am I though? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Emmy. Bring it down to one. Like, you know, yeah, I, that's like, what the remote work makes you do. I often like mm. find myself like writing. Like, I'll start to write an email like the same way. Like, I'll text my friends, and then I have to like backtrack. Oh no, that. I'm yeah. like, I'm OD, bro. And I, I'm a, I'm an email replier. I'm a serial replier. 
Oh yeah, I reply to everything. Do you get in reply chains? Where like no, just no, no, no. Like, I don't. I, I re- yo, if you reply all, delete your Outlook or delete your Gmail. No, no, no. <laughs> so many people email. from my work they like we'll get a call like and be like, okay, like this is the show on Thursday. You know, this is what's gonna go on, and every single person hits reply all. Oh my! And I'm just getting so many unnecessary emails that just copy that. Done for. Got it. See there. Like, Roger, Roger. Like, well, I'm like, what? It, like, why? Do you don't. I don't need to see this. Like. They I don't were, even reply to the emails myself. Though when I, I when I was in Miami just two years ago, and there was like a big email chain that mentioned everyone across North America. What? It was some hack or something went wrong. I don't know. But every single employee from North America, there was like thousands of employees, were on this email, and I'm on the beach relaxing. <laughs> like, what the oh, fuck happened with my phone? <laughs> I look at my phone and someone's like, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, stop. Everyone, people are like replying all saying, guys, stop replying to the email. Like, stop replying to the email. Stop replying to the emails. Guys, stop oh, replying all. Guys, stop replying all. All around North America. That's, 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 that's funny. That's, that's a funny crazy. level. Of, Everyone yeah, is saying hilarious. stop replying all, but they're replying all. Yo, what's that fallacy where like, Somebody will be in trouble and like everybody will be witnessing it, and then nobody calls the oh. cops because they think everyone's gonna call Bystander. the cops. Bystander. This is yeah. the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, just just, just don't reply because everyone's mad that they're getting emails, but everyone's also sending more emails. I'm like, bro, well, they have to let everyone know. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying as hell, bro. I hate Fuck. it. Um, do you ever get to go? Out, are you ever gonna get to go to Vancouver? I, I don't think I will. I don't oh. think I will. I but was just going to ask, were you recently on a trip? I was. Yes, you were. Yeah, I was. I went to Vegas for a day in Vegas. Ooh. And then I went to L.A. Oh, so she was in L.A. Sorry. Wait, did you have like no, a... We I thought you were in L.A. Because but... I think she's, he said like, oh, like, was she in L.A.? I'm like, no, she's in Vegas. <laughs> Both, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, she was in Vegas. I knew for sure. Yeah, How no. was it? It was crazy. Like, uh, are you guys familiar at all with Day in Vegas? Like, Not festival? at all. It's just like a... I don't... I've never heard of it before, but it's just a three-day festival and then the headliners were like travis scott doja cat no not doja cat travis scott kendrick and tyler the creator this is before this is this is before astro oh, and then post malone oh. subbed so in for oh okay okay, okay, okay okay yeah and it was it was good like i feel like you feel safe there i felt so safe were they over were they extra with it yeah like so uzi came on 30 minutes late <gasps> i saw that yeah yeah came on 30 minutes did you get late. hit by his mic no, I was like okay. too far back, okay, thankfully. Good. But yeah, so the 30 guy. minutes late, and then he started, he literally, like they cut him off, but mm. people thought it was because he was like inciting rage, because mm-hmm. he was like, don't stop my rage. And then they were like, oh my gosh, it's going to like yeah. go into a mosh pit. We got to shut him down. So it was a mix of like he's over his set, but also like he's um, like encouraging people to go crazy. Yeah. And then after the set, they put these like announcements on the festival like just it didn't look like it was branded in like day and so obviously they had to like type it up yeah they had to push it up quickly and be like everyone like disperse like step away from the front so like they were taking their precautions and like every almost every artist their set was crazy like Sheck West came on and Mobile Mamba came on everyone was like jumping up and then as soon as it was starting to get crazy like you had to kind of watch out like where the mosh pits were were like starting because they'd be like yo we want everyone to be safe they never once mentioned Travis's name they never once mentioned Astroworld I think it was definitely like a PR thing like you're probably not allowed to like say that but everyone knew and everyone was like yo we want everyone to be safe so like it felt it felt safe it felt good um, people were respectful like they hit you when they say sorry like when does that happen like 50,000 people show. yeah Jeez, yeah savages so it was crazy though it was it was crazy yeah. have you ever been to a travel show never you've been yeah was it like was it crazy, crazy? 
I wasn't in the GA, so but like I was in the 100, so I can like look right down and I was able to see it. And yeah, like the same stories you always hear about, like how because he normally has like a two stage setup, mm. and so like he has like some type of like uh he sets he sets it up to where like everyone thinks he's coming on on this one stage he comes on on the opposite stage and then yeah everybody that isn't ga is all pushed up on the one stage sees on the other stage and they fucking turn around run to the other stage and they're trampling each other fucking throwing oh, each other shit. over trying to get to the other stage That's crazy. so I, I saw this happen um nobody got hurt or anything like that crazy because obviously you know air canada center or mm. scotia bank arena they're like really good with their operations management and shit like that so nothing really crazy happened like in in terms of like obviously astroworld but Definitely, guys, it was nuts. Like yeah. in terms of the energy. Yeah, sure. totally. Because I feel like that's his, that's his music, and then his fans are just ragers. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, I mean, I've seen so much about like people are blaming Travis. People are blaming like the event organizers. Like, who do you guys feel? Like your own personal opinion. Like, do you feel there's one person to blame? Do you feel like Travis should be I like? I think it's absolved? on both. I think, mm, I think more so it has to do with the organizer, like Live Nation. I agree. Yeah. yeah accountable yeah um yeah but i think ultimately relies on on both of them and it's a travis show so i think you know they should have an idea of what they're getting into yeah, totally. and considering the amount of people that were there and yeah. like come on this is year th- it's a yeah. third one like, like, yeah we know what happens at, i if i know what happens at a travis you can, show you can like, go anywhere any travis show there's always fans fucking breaking down barriers yeah. and sneaking into shit like everywhere like it's you know it's a known thing Hmm. So, but I put majority of blame on like the event staff, like the organizers, yeah. not staff, but the organizers mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like step, like so many people snuck in. Like every yeah. year, people sneak in. So like, why is it not like barbed the wire? We're yeah. not even sneaking in, bro. It's like just tramp- like we're gonna yeah. tear down this breaking wall. fences. I think a lot of the work was should have been done prior to the show for sure. But obviously, like the setup, the preparation, and all that was just super poor. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of the actual things that were you know transpiring during the show, like obviously you know we we know now that there was people trying to get into contact with Travis to get him to stop the show and shit like that and he kind of just didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So at that point it's kind of on him I feel like but like I said I think prior to that it's definitely on the venue and then the staff that's manning the venue to kind of just prepare sure. yeah, totally. for the Travis Scott totally. show because again we all know what it is right? So yeah. What do you think his future's going to look like? I think people, hard. kids are still going to want to go to a show yeah, for sure. Yeah I feel like people yeah. are still going to fuck with him. I, I don't know like I'm hearing things about how like his songs are being pulled from the radio Nike is halted yeah, like little things where I'm like, Fortnite, could yeah. it mean he's actually? But I don't know. There's a part of me where I'm like, I think he's too big. Like I think yeah, there's yeah, too many. Yeah. You know, well, he's a genius. Astro World came out in fucking 2018, bro. <laughs> crazy. God damn. 2018. That's crazy. Yeah, he's supposed to drop this year his new shit, and I don't think he's gonna. Drop I don't it. think he's gonna drop. Bad yeah. time to drop. Yeah. Especially because yeah. it's probably more ragey shit. <laughs> I don't think he's going to rewrite his album. Had to scrub, had to scrub his album. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely not going to be some fucking introspective tell-all. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 I don't think we'll ever get that from him. No. Yeah. <laughs> the head of Rebel, like, come it's on. Crazy. I hate that. He looked high the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this may... Uh, I think I heard this on the Schultz podcast, but Schultz. they were talking about how this could turn into like another angle of mystique for him where if they like if you have to sign your life away like you know before you skydive mm. before you go to a track you have to sign the death waiver like yo Jesus. if shit There's pops no off it's, it's, way. that's such a fucking bad look for him bro is it though because it's, yeah. this, this kind of shit has so many sponsorships yeah, with fucking bro. McDonald's Fortnite yeah. kids <laughs> yeah. like little kids we know no it's like way. 15 year olds 16 year olds that are his main crowd you're gonna make them but they're sign a fucking death waiver that's the thing they're, they're gonna pull away from this so if they if they transition into like adult only shows and you gotta sign these things and then mm. he, he just I feel like touring side he might even blow up even farther because then it's gonna happen that mystique like yo 
I mean, he's already. What, well, you're too fucking arenas. scared to go? Well, you're too get. pussy? I'm built different. I'm going to go to this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that energy Imagine exists. Definitely like that. For exactly. sure. A lot Imagine of it, like that. Even that one fan that was on the fucking ambulance. Oh, my yeah. God. I came here to rage. <laughs> but, I mean, he's already yeah. doing arena, so how much bigger can he get? Yeah, just he's, he he made he had a, his own show with fifty thousand people. So yeah, that's crazy. That's that's why I think he can't like he like, he might have to lay low for like a year. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think he's gonna be fine. Yeah, still. And even, I think that's just a PR thing because I think if you were to like you know say he's gonna perform right now, I think it would sell out. Yeah, oh my gosh. But it's just mm-hmm. in terms Instantly. of PR, obviously, it's the best thing for him to kind of yeah. just yeah. Yeah. chill out. Yeah, relax. yeah, I agree. I agree. You should have a benefit concert. It's crazy. All proceeds go to the family. Yeah, like Ariana Grande, where he rages again and gets more people fucking injured and hurt. Oh God. I feel like that's the only way he knows how to perform. Yeah. Yeah. So energy. It's the energy. But it's good. I I like the energy. I just don't like the, you know, the death and all that. Yeah. The, the energy. The energy. You kinda come hand in hand at a certain point, right? <laughs> I love the energy. That's one yeah. thing I do like about Travis. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to come hand in hand, bro. It's just the way that he encourages his fans to just be fucking wild and not give a fuck about anybody else. Like that's that's the problem. When you and that's where I blame about... him. That's where I blame him. Yeah. yeah. When you were talking about how you were in the 100s and you were looking down and able to, oh, the only thing that was going through my head is like you want to be a thief? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him up. Fuck him up. <laughs> or jump, jump, that's jump. So, yeah, Which that's is fucked. That type yeah. of shit. That shit's like, insane. Really that. Get on stage, go crazy, whatever, do your thing, but outside of all that, man, just fucking have a good time, bro. Yeah. 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 Doing all that other shit, that extra. Yeah. I think this is probably going to be a, well, I mean, obviously it's going to be a huge turning point, but I think that like now, like, I think he was doing these things previously to try and, you know, give the crowd, like, an amazing performance, like, that that mm. energy, right? So I think, like, he's going to have to kind of redefine his shows, like, his performance at his shows. And I yeah, wonder how he's he'll actually have to be, like, a good performer. Yeah, yeah maybe. Do you think he's a good performer? <laughs> he's a good performer in terms he's of a, energy, but in terms of... He's a good performer? No. In terms of reciting his music, it's no, the it's worst. Yeah, the, auditor- yeah. the audio experience is garbage. No way. I've only it's, seen it on YouTube. It's I've never so seen shit. Yeah. I've never seen him oh, live. I've seen him yeah. live twice. I've seen him live, yeah. But like... I, I still don't think his uh, it catches Jack. Oh uh, yeah, I saw him at no, I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> catches Jack eyes. Oh, he came in a brown hoodie. Oh, no. <laughs> no ties, no ties, no yeah. ties. No, I saw him. I saw him at Kendrick, and then I saw him for Astroworld and like yeah, for he both was shit times. At Kendrick. The audio experience is just, just awful. screaming, and like yeah. I, awful. I, I feel like his fucking because his auto tune is just cranked yeah. all the fucking it's way. Like, whatever he does, he's got like ten layers like, of auto tune. Yeah, it's fucked. It's it's insane, but I mean, yeah, I'm I'm interested interested to see like how he would do that, like how he's gonna redefine his performance because mm-hmm. he kind of has to at this point. Yeah, because he can't also, come back out for a show a year later. And, yeah. Let's fucking rage. That's <laughs> and that's the thing, like that's all his music though as well. Yeah, so he's gonna have to come yeah. up with new music that like yeah. reflects a way to actually perform without yeah. killing kids. Or they can rage, but everyone's gonna have like a little bubble suit. <laughs> and the mosh pit have that little bubble suit like, like that, that fucking and the little bubble thing. soccer thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know the rage is bouncing off everyone you know oh my gosh yo that would be kind of hard though yo someone's gonna die <laughs> <laughs> like, I always saw that I'm like yo that's I don't I don't actually think that's safe and those bubble things people just it looks fun, flying up yeah. I would never do that I would never do that it mm-hmm. doesn't look incredibly fun though. that looks stupid yeah. fun bro mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it at least once nope <laughs> I'm gonna have to would you ever go skydiving I mean I think so you're nuts but I think I'd have to be on drugs to do it because I feel like you, you could say it easily now, like yeah, I would go skydiving, and then when you get to the top, about to, like, would you all go? Skydiving? I feel like they just push you out. Yeah. Well, you're so? attached to. Uh, I'll be like, sorry, I don't want to go if you push me off the lawsuit. 
No, it's true. not. You yeah, signed you a signed, death waiver. Yeah, you well, you, waiver. wait, you signed death. I mean, obviously, you if I didn't waiver. know that. But I didn't ask to be pushed out. If I say I don't want to well, go. You're not getting pushed out. The guy that's attached to you is just climbing out. Well, of I the guess plane. if you're going down, yeah, he's doing his job. I'll hold on to the door. Well, then you. I can just imagine. Like, there's a high percentage of die that when he's hanging onto like a side of a fiery sky. Oh my god. Yeah, I actually, I actually wouldn't mind being in a movie. Like I watch, like I see all the green screen and stuff. And I think, I think I'd be a, I'd be a sick MCU character. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ma- I know I know what you want to do. Just leave What's me alone. Body man. Feels <laughs> <laughs> you. It came for me. It came for me. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. Ask, <laughs> what, would your, what would your powers be? Uh, nothing, nothing or, sorry, what's your, what would be your origin story? Give me your um, powers and then your origin story. <laughs> Tune into episode six of the Talks of the Game podcast. A lot. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it would be like, you know, um, I was taken advantage of. Not not like sexually, oh but like gosh. God, not oh sexually. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, but not sexually. God, great. so it's not, not the couch. couch. No, so it's, it's not the couch. It's the, the you, bro. I, I know you to be a very nice guy. So yeah, so much to you know, like you, nice you know, they took advantage. You of had me the door like, open. Oh. They didn't say thank you. Exactly, some yeah. shit like that. And then something pushed me to the brink, and I'm like, I'm not doing this no more. And I'd just be there helping people that are like taking advantage from them. They don't mm. have a voice to say no. I'd be like, no man or something. But no it'd be cooler man. than that. Like, I'd have, like, power. No, man. I would have been, like, in Alberta, and, like, the oil hit my... I fell asleep in an oil pit, and now, like, I can, like, throw oil and shit. You know what I mean? Dope. Why are you throwing oil? You're just polluting, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's big corp. Don't put that on me. That's big corp. You put that on you. Yeah, you did. It's my origin story. I didn't put it on me. It's not my fault. No, but... You're, you're deciding your origin. You're okay. using your powers to spread... What's the, what's the guy who does um, Marvel? What's his name? Who does what? The guy who wrote the comics, Stanley. 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 Yeah, Stanley's fault. He's, he's, he's dead. dead. Don't, don't do speak. But he wrote. He wrote my origin story. Don't, don't do that. No, he didn't. You're making it up as we go, bro. <laughs> Anyways, honestly, you made yourself a fucking so you fell asleep. Passive oil. aggressive oil thrower, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the plus side, though, gas prices would be low. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, you could just point out his yeah, gas tank. You, <laughs> you got the talking trash. I'm like, yo, Izzy. Oh, yo, Eli, you can. Oh, I call myself Izzy. You're weird. What? <laughs> what the fuck? I, looked at, I looked at him. I looked at him. Yo. It's not the couch, though. It's no, a you, bro. It's the I fucking. I, 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 I always sit in that corner and I always like. Yeah, this, is the, ta- this, this is the towel corner. Do you feel weird there? <laughs> no, I'm so comfortable. Yeah, it's comfortable, right? Like, because I could put my foot up mm-hmm. and. Yeah. You know? Not like a not a weird energy from that couch. Right? No. But, but do you think. Yeah. Did you do something on the couch? No, 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 no. But do you feel like you're so comfortable that, like. I could talk about anything? I actually could. See? I'm willing to. Power of the corner. I'm willing to redact my red tape in this corner. See? Wow. The couch. Okay, so I got a question for you. Oh, God. <laughs> you said you need to be on drugs to jump out the plane. What kind of drugs are we talking? Oh, that's such a good question. Great question. Um, you're creative. I want to. I I've I actually never really taken too many drugs. I feel like I'm quite tame. I feel like I'm a good little girl. Like, I've really only done... Me too. Yeah. I'm not a good little girl. Honestly, probably a psychedelic, right? Because, I mean, I feel like that just, like, elevates the experience. Maybe, yeah. like, I don't know, M. M hmm. for Emmy? M for Emmy. Jeez. Hmm. You know? What, do you, what would you guys take? Like, what would you take? I would not do anything. I would want to do that sober for sure. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> true. Because I would be terrified. Be oh, true. Like... But do you think the drugs will, like, help your, like, you know, help you calm down? No, I'd freak out. Oh, true, true, true. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I I don't know. It depends. If I'm on shrooms, it depends on what part of the, the trip, trip you're on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. So, at some point, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is an amazing idea. But then also, there could be another, like, it could be 10 minutes later. True. And I could be like, okay, I mean, now that we're in the air and it's time to jump out, oh my like god, this god. is how I die. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust it. 
But yeah, I would want to do it sober. Yeah. Preferably. Probably do it on yeah. acid. Oh, true. It'd probably be pretty wavy. How's that? How's the acid effect? What does that do? Yeah. Uh, it's like a. It's similar enough to mushrooms where you get like the visuals. Your, I feel like it's more social than mushrooms, but like a different type of social. Like mushrooms, I feel like are a lot more introspectively social. So you connect at like a human to human soul basis. You can do that on acid too, but for acid, I feel like it's a lot more social, like in large groups. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, it's it's a lot more visual. Ah, it's 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 fucked because they're very similar, but they're very different at the same time. Like, do you see things on it? Like, do things move and have, like, yeah, colors yeah. and stuff? Yeah, it's still got the same, like, fractal yeah. effect and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Still distorts time, space, all that type of shit. So you could feel like you're up there falling for, like... Hours. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Holy oh. fuck, DMT. Oh. F- 15 minutes, and you're, like, you're going through, like, 16 lifetimes, which you're falling out of a plane. That would be insane. That'd be sick. That's how that works? That's how you would die. Yeah, 50, uh, they call DMT the, the businessman psychedelic because you do it on your 15-minute, like, lunch break. Like 15 minutes in your lunch Oh, it doesn't break. last long? Oh. It lasts 15 minutes lasts in our timeline. But, but in your head, you go through like 300 like... years. Are you serious? Yeah, it distorts time at the highest degree. Uh, have you got, Have you ever taken it? Like... No, not yet. Not yet. I wouldn't even know where to go. The, the only the way, way, guy, where the only way I, go? I would <laughs> want to do that is like, who was I telling this to the other day? I can't remember. I think maybe somebody at work. But I was like, yeah, I think the only way I would do that is like, I have to be like in the desert. The only mm. way I can do it. Like peyote in the desert. That's peyote, though. Yeah. Same thing. DMT is more of like a jungle thing, no? Wouldn't you want to be in like a rainforest? I want to be somewhere where there's mad space and I can't hurt myself. Oh. You can't hurt yourself in a desert. You don't think you're going to hurt around. yourself in a desert, fam? You're going to get... Yeah, but like, I'm at, like I might get like... You know? Yo, you said scorpion. You know what I fucking Cuts heard the bruises, other day? but like nothing like, you know? I'm going to fall off a skyscraper. I'll put you mm-hmm. in like the one of the mental walls. I love heights. Yeah, see, that would either be sick or would drive me insane and I would never come back from the trip. So. <laughs> the 50 minutes I would just have to I would be I would have to stay in that room after that I just, you know I don't know yo can you take in that it there was like a rainstorm in I think it was Australia like a few weeks ago and it rained so much that people were dying oh from getting hit by scorpions because when it rains, you know how we get worms that come out the ground? No way. Motherfucking scorpions oh come out the ground. Oh, my God. And those mother... Like, people were telling their kids, like, the schools were, like, shut down. Like, yo, you guys can't leave. Holy. You guys got to stay here until it stops raining and those fuckers go back in the ground. Scorpions are attacking the people because it rains so hard. Yeah, how big Australia is, how big? is nature's prison. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was going to yeah. ask. Okay, I'm I would not, never go I'm not very familiar. Yeah. That's God's like, R&D, bro. That's where he does that <laughs> shit. Like, was Australia started by just, like, they were bringing criminals there and yeah. just leaving it was, them It was there? a fucking was prison. Actually? Yeah, it was a prison. Was that Alcatraz, was that it? Or that's America? It, it was no, like Alcatraz. America. The country it's of Australia? America. Yeah. yeah the, prison prison? The, the country yeah. of Australia was just like... The UK would send the, the prisoners there. Yeah. Because of the scorpions or because of everything? The fucking just because they wanted to get them to fuck Go out figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. They had just like, regular yeah. animals wow. there and then all the criminals fucked and it's them. So and it's so far away. I mean, you know how many species of animals that are just native to Australia and nowhere else in the world? Can't be coincidence. Yeah. You guys are smart, eh? I didn't know any of that. That's true. I didn't even know there were species. Yo, yeah. I tell them they're so smart all the time, and you think I'm being sarcastic. It's, I'm not. They're just so smart. Maybe someone else has sarcastic. to tell them for them yeah. to believe it. But you just told them, so hopefully they believe you. You guys are really smart. Thanks, Amy. I'm giving you all you, eye contacts. You believe it. <laughs> 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 and he's not looking at me. As <laughs> <laughs> he closed his eyes. <laughs> from, when, from when I've seen, like, from... Uh, I'm I'm not going anywhere that has tarantulas. I'm just saying oh that. no no! Hell and no. I feel like there's like tarantulas everywhere there. Definitely in like South America. Never been to South America. Aren't okay. there tarantulas in BC? <clears throat> oh, pretty shit. sure they're def- I'm pretty sure they're in Florida. 
and you definitely put the foot in. Okay, yeah. well, anywhere I can see tranches, and I feel like tranches are like, um, for us, it's like seeing like, it's like a grasshopper. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> Australia is just like or a pigeon. It's just yeah. there, so I'm like, nah. Like, they probably walk past tranches, like, hey, it's just a tranchula. I'm like, they're not even dangerous. They're not poisonous. I hate spiders. Those are chill. Yeah, I have mine around. Wouldn't you rather a big spider that you can just see and identify than small spiders where you don't know where they are? Oh, I shit. rather small spiders. I don't know. Where they are. I'm a type of guy. If I see a spider, I don't want to kill. I just go to bed. But there would be. Just go to bed. If you saw a spider in your room, you just turn off the lights and go to bed without. You wouldn't kill it. the spider. Oh yeah, yeah. You've eaten like ten spiders. I don't mind. I'm sleeping. Did you say you've eaten? Like they just crawl in your mouth? Yeah, I don't mind. Like the spider's nest under his tongue right now. Are you lying? My dentist told me today that I'm a mouth sleeper. What what mean? It just means like you sleep, you sleep. When you sleep, you breathe through your mouth yeah, more bro. than you breathe through your nose. You eat a spider a week. I, you really? Sometimes, sure. sometimes matter. I feel sure. like there's, and I'm like, no, that's just dust. And but maybe it's a spider. Yeah, they're probably laying eggs in your throat. They're dead maybe. because <laughs> by the time they get to your stomach, they're <laughs> acid. Dude, but they crawl down there without my consent. I don't think they, they care very much <laughs> consent. I don't think they understand consent. That's crazy. And they get yeah, what, spiders they, are fucked. They get what's coming to them, so it's whatever. Yeah, they do. You're going to die there. They all die. So. I focus spiders. Would no, no, you guys ever eat, like, like you know, they have, they have those, like, candied maggots and shit? Nope. Maggot, like, candied no, so, Oh, you missed our discussion last week. <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you missed that. <laughs> what happened? No, what we were talking about the disgusting foods after you left. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm not eating. I know they have, like... Like seasoned, like I'm um, like, like locusts like, and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like crickets. Stuff. Is it real or is it candy? It's real. No, no it's, it's real. real. They oh, turned it into candy though. Yeah. Oh, sh- Mad so- crunchy. Would you apparently. guys eat it? Like you guys, know. you guys remember that uh, the store that was in um, it was in Air Mills Town Center. It was like a candy store called Tutti Frutti. Yeah, yeah. They used to have it there. But, like they had like boxes of crickets and boxes of like maggots. Damn. And they're just dried and like covered <sighs> in sugar. No, that's see, that's that's going too far. I feel me. like. On the shit list, like maggots are worse off than crickets for some reason. Yeah, just just as a word is yeah. fucked. Yeah. Maggots creep me out. Just, yeah. Where do maggots come from? Dead flies. bodies. Dead flies. Bodies. Flies. flies. Yeah. Yeah, they're baby yeah. flies. Baby flies. That's fine. They're larvae. They're nasty. Mm. Just the way they all crawl on top of each other. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen maggots. <laughs> and a life. gang of them really? all together, they all they sound like macaroni when they're moving. Oh. Oh. <laughs> don't do that. Because I associate macaroni with something no. wonderful. So. That's a good pussy sound like. No. <laughs> no. Legendary fucking fun. Yes, yeah. I'm not, I'm not an insect guy, man. I hate insects. Like, yeah, I, focus I hate spiders. insects too. But like, I'm the type of person, like, if I see a spider and it's not like directly affecting my path to anything I was like alright bro like, I'll, I'll only kill anything. like the I bring them the... outside I keep them alive because they kill mosquitoes and I don't fuck with mosquitoes oh, nah for me it's either animals. they they die or they I'm they in a lifelong war against mosquitoes I'm gonna kill them all or die trying every last one see I don't mind mosquitoes I hate smoking mosquitoes. mosquitoes oh hate did, mosquitoes. I, did I tell you guys do you guys know about this there's oh. a there's like a there was a study that was released there's like a fucking journal like an academic journal that was released about this Someone else is just like Izzy and really fucking hates mosquitoes. My dog. And she and her team did a bunch of research on how to get rid of mosquitoes. And you know those like big ass fucking mosquito looking guys? They're not mosquitoes, but they look fucking yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are mosquitoes, but they're not because they eat mosquitoes. They eat mosquitoes, yeah. So That's she's like, what if we yeah. super breed them in America and release no. them? And she released a whole fucking like ecological research of what happens if we use this as a solution for mosquitoes because we right now in the in north america we have like invasive species of mosquitoes that are far fucking worse than like the mosquitoes that are just here normally mm. and she's like yeah what if we do this and then she went through like the whole trajectory of like okay but this is what's gonna happen after then we're gonna have way too many of them and then what's gonna happen yeah, but there at least hmm. you could see them mosquitoes 
No, I would much rather do that because that's the one thing is with those things are identifiable. Mosquitoes in the night. You're not seeing those joints. Just us. Blood. 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 Because it's like, what happens if you get rid of all mosquitoes? What does that do to like the? Nothing. They contribute nothing. They're just here to terrorize people. And and become food for other shit. Like mm. bats and whatnot. Yeah, spiders. No, but those guys are sick. What are you gonna say? Do you <laughs> know mosquitoes? What? <laughs> I was just gonna say mosquitoes are responsible for like half of the death ever. More. They're, they're the most responsible. Yeah, for what death is West Nile? I, I don't know. Oh, I was gonna say. I thought all type West Nile malaria. Malaria. All types of shit. They're responsible for like, half of the death in humans ever. That's insane. Yeah. That's actually crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so smoke them though. <laughs> Guys, they messing with me. See, I, the thing about mosquitoes, I, I can feel them. Bam, boom, done. Not all the time, though. Sometimes if you're wearing a shirt, they get through your Like, they're just oh, on yeah. top. Yeah. I've never got a mosquito back through a shirt. Have you really? seen, like, a close-up mm-hmm. of their, like, horn, like, coming into mm-hmm. your bloodstream? And then... It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's, they're disgusting. Those guys are heavy metal as fuck. Carry all types yeah. of disease. Like, they fuck just, them. They take his blood and pop it into your blood and pop it into what? your blood. What? Pop it into my blood. Yeah. Trace elements, bro. Like, that little horn. That's like That's crazy, because what if one of us had the hiv? Yeah. I, or, th- I thought it, you yeah. just take one and you know, and they go about their business. <laughs> like yeah, I thought yeah. it too. Thought I didn't know they're out here giving men uh, blood transfusions. And then if one mosquito hits you, it releases like an it, it releases spit that closes up your mosquito wound, and that's why you get the itchy itchies after a mosquito, because otherwise you're just gonna be bleeding out the fucking hole. When so I was a kid, they want to keep you alive for later. It's like they, that's it, crazy. It was so good they saved some for later, but they release endorphins. That get other mosquitoes involved. They're like, yo, 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 there's some oh. food here. So then you get ganged up on by a bunch of mosquitoes. Yeah. I, when I was a kid, I would get a mosquito bite. Like, it was the weirdest thing. Like, I would get one bite, but then it would just, like, it would grow, like, fucking massive. It was the weirdest thing ever. Allergic. Like, maybe, You're allergic yeah, to those yeah. ones, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it hasn't. I think I must have, like, grew out of it. Mosquito bites on your knuckles or on your... Oh, oh my God. God. Not stand mosquitoes. They're the worst fucking creation Okay, on but planet. what about this? Did you guys do the... Uh, oh when you get a mosquito bite, do you guys do the X? That's just oh, cat, yeah. bro. No, it works for sure. <laughs> that shit works. Nothing, I'm pretty sure that's cat. Works, I've gone bro. to a point where it's works. like, I just can't touch it. I literally just scratch my skin off, to be honest. Or the baking uh, soda. Okay, that's back. fucking crazy. Oh, or sometimes- personal space. There's <laughs> <laughs> some personal space up in this place. You put or- baking soda on your? Apparently, it's like a thing. You put like vinegar, baking soda, and then you just put it on. That sounds like it would sting. I mean, I feel like the sting would be so good because then the itchiness would just... Yeah. You know, yeah, do you ever just... Feeling. You guys have a skydiver. You guys ever want to feel pain? <laughs> 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 That's too good. Yeah, so M, how's, uh, how's COVID been for you? Because we haven't talked to you since like prior to COVID yeah. in any real manner. Yeah. How's that, that, how's that fucking... What's been going on with you? Honestly, like I feel in the grand scheme of things, like I'm, I've been pretty good. Like I know COVID has meant like a lot of people lost their jobs, lost people they love like things have really been bad for a lot of people but like I've been home for most of it I got a new job I'm healthy everyone I know is in good health like I feel like I I count myself really lucky but you know in like the smaller like micro level it's I mean it's been so hard you know like life has changed and you lose connections with people and like I moved cities like I, I feel so disconnected from so many people and it just adds a layer where like you can only talk to them over your phone like it's just mm-hmm. yeah it's not the same but but honestly like I'm, I'm pretty grateful for like, I feel like that's like a drastic move as well it's, it was a little yeah like, little, like Toronto to Waterloo like going, yeah they're like polar yeah, opposites totally and like you went from city. Waterloo to Toronto and from Toronto to Waterloo yeah yeah and weren't like you working in Waterloo when you're living in Toronto 
I and was. Then you worked in Toronto I was in Waterloo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Waterloo commuting to Toronto for How like six months. Crazy. I can't sleep past eight a.m. anymore because that commuting, like, I had to get up at four or five in the morning, and like, it permanently oh, ruined my, my schedule. So like, the other day, I slept till eleven thirty in the morning, and that was like first, first in like three or four years that I slept past. God, you know what damn. I mean? So it was it was brutal because you have no life. You get up at four a.m., five a.m., catch a train, go to your work, come back. But by the time you get home, it's like ready to eat and go to bed. Yeah. Um, and then after I got like a full time role at that company, like I just I moved. I lived there for two three years, and then COVID hit, and I was like, why am I paying rent? Everything is might as well save money. That was mm-hmm. the biggest push to go back to yeah. Waterloo. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I've been I've been there, but like it doesn't feel that like it's not bad. Like I live with my parents, I love them, I have a good mm. relationship with them. It's I have my own space, I have my own car, um, so it's fine. It's just you kind of miss that level of like. Sometimes people are. I mean, everyone says don't compare, but sometimes you see people around you getting their own houses, getting engaged, oh, whatever, oh and it hits a certain level of like, man, I can't wait till I'm there. And like, you crave it. Like, yeah, I crave yeah. my own space right now. I want to design my kitchen and like Yo. make dinner. And I don't know. I just want to do little things that yeah. I never thought I would crave. I honestly just wanted to be like doing some sick like photography job when I thought I was thinking of like, what am I going to do at 26, 27? Mm. Like, I didn't think I'd want to like have like a nice little bathtub like you know like little things that like your priorities change but have you started um, looking at pot sets i have because i I started doing that i'm like yo where's my life going like i saw an ad for a pot and i'm just on this deep dive yeah like non-stick yeah you know you want a little spatula to come with it yeah walk (laughs) like i have a walk right now but i want a bigger walk what the hell am i walking like you know but i want to walk dog like it's It's the it's the shape like you want to like toss your veggies you know but yeah, what about you guys? Like, how, I mean, how's COVID been? Oh, I'm a dad now, so that's pretty sad. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> crazy. Um, but yeah, we were talking about a bit yeah. before that. Or, sorry, before the pod about that. Uh, yeah, that's changed my life. That's my whole life That, right that is there, your whole so, life, yeah. yeah. Like, but you're a dad. That's crazy. It's Yeah, it's still crazy. But, you know, it's cool. It's I feel like the saying is true. Pandemic babies are different. <laughs> from... When Amaya was like three months old, if I just held her like on the ground, like she just automatically knew like left, right, like she knew so the cute. motions of walking, and yeah. I'm like it was freaking me. I'm like, how the fuck do you? <laughs> or like the the weirdest shit. Like I I've told you guys about this before, but like there's so there's she's fucking weird, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's so many times like like she hasn't done it like recently, but like up until like she just turned five months, let's say every every month before that there would be so many times where i would just be like i'd have her like in a little chair beside me and i'm doing whatever like on my computer and then i'll look over and she would just like she'd be staring at me but as soon as i look over like she'll snap her head no like, it was so yeah <laughs> that's so so, so weird and i so like I'd interrogate her like what the fuck was that like what were you just doing like, what were you just doing or like so many other times where like you know we're putting her to sleep or whatever and like will look in the mirror to see like if her eyes are closed yeah. and then like as soon as she, like because we would make eye contact and then as soon as that happens you just shut her eyes she's a special breed what inspired her name like that's such a nice name too uh i don't know it was my girlfriend came up with it well nice. she didn't come up with it but like yeah. she just thought it was the a first nice name Maya ever. <laughs> Maya. <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah she uh she said that name and then from the moment she said that name, I'm like, that's it. It's that's it. the one. Yeah. Like, yeah. So and do you then, think if she said another name, you would have been like, that's it too? Or was this just 
this was Amaya just worked. Yeah. No, it just worked. So when people man. say that, worked. I'm like, okay, like, what if she said, like, Josephine? Ah, that's the uh, <laughs> She's an Amaya, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, time. like, uh, there was, there is a, uh, there is a, uh, she's not a Josephine. Shout out to any Josephines listening. <laughs> 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 no, it might work for that. It might work for a Josephine, but Amaya, I can't look at her as a Josephine mm. now. It's too late. Yeah, yeah like, Sorry, so we had like I think we narrowed it down to like um, three names at the time, and then we're like, okay, like once she comes out, like oh, you know, we'll see what she looks yeah. like and see what suits her. And then as soon as she was born, instantly. Amaya. Do you remember where the other Amaya. two were? Because uh, she's gonna ask you. One. So there was a Maya. I think Karina was another one, and I can't remember the third one. I can't remember that. But those those were my top two: Amaya and Karina. And then yeah. She was just Amaya. Amaya's um, hard, I write that. Yeah. It's a good name. It's all, it's all my baby list name. Like I, I can't. I'm not you. gonna do it now, but no, no, because no, 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 no. it's all, now. There's okay. only one Amaya. I'm not gonna and take that so away funny. from her. You know. I. It's so funny because there's another girl that we used to work with at Tommy. <sighs> had a baby. And name's Amaya. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. After you? Yeah, yeah. take this oh. in, bro. Take this in. <laughs> take it in. Wait, what? What? Take it in, bro. Are you serious? Boom! My baby is born. Right. Everybody knows her name. Her name is ringing bell. She's sick. <laughs> Everyone that works at uh, Tommy is like, "Oh my god, she made some money. She's so cute." Blah, blah blah blah. I'm like, "Yeah, obviously, duh." And then you know, there was another uh, another lady that worked with us who was pregnant around the same time. Like, I think she was like maybe five months like behind, right? Yeah. Um, so then eventually. Because everybody at our work knows yeah. by this time, my baby is a Maya, and you know we all like come on. So then all of a sudden I see on Instagram one day, and I'm like, oh, here's my baby Amaya. Oh my I'm god! Like a I was you know what's so crazy? Because I I remember, I think it was a f- maybe. A, Seven eight months after I got Benji, I seen somebody else got a dog and named it Benji, and I was hot. Oh, I was shit. hot, oh, bro. Shit. So I can only imagine how cheese, <laughs> <laughs> cheese, and it's like, fam, I get, I get so like thoroughly annoyed by it. Like I, I shouldn't, but like as soon as I saw it, I'm like, come on, man, come on, bro, like, come on. That's my baby's name. You yeah, can't steal like, my come baby's on. Name. We, we all worked at the same place. Okay, <laughs> but does that baby at least look like an Amaya? Yeah. No, no, Damn. no, no Josephine. No. <laughs> no, no, not a Josephine, not a Josephine. But like, I'm like, come on, everybody knows my baby's Maya. Now you just want to, yeah. you know, jump on a jump on a bandwagon. She's already an influencer. Like, Damn, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like, Maya like, all the time. Everybody. Like, Nam's like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, it's okay. I'm like, it's not though. It's not okay. <laughs> just make sure the two Mayas like don't hang out. Yeah, they can't be friends. We should all, yeah. if we all have daughters. Maya Maya's gonna have to yeah. stun <laughs> on her. Even if you have three daughters, all of Maya. Because I know, like, I know for myself, I know for a lot of women, we have like this little note in our notepad that has like baby names. Yeah, do you your baby guys. Names? Do you guys have? I don't have a note. I mean, not written, not written down, but do you have ideas of like, oh, if if or like when I have kids for one day, sure. like, oh, so what are yours? Well, oh, is it like a? I don't need any thieves over here. <laughs> But uh, what do you mean? I thought we were going with Amaya. This guy, for <laughs> a, lot. Uh, a guy named would be Carter. Oh, love that. And a girl named Aaliyah Jasmine. Those oh, that's two. so nice. Imagine if, ever, yeah. imagine if you ever. Imagine if you ever. AJ. Someone. That's hard. You didn't write that? Oh, AJ. No, yeah. I read it. That's oh, Malia, <laughs> Malia, 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 Malia,
This guy's gonna call his son an ancient fucking traitor. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy because like obviously like I'm a huge Lil Wayne fan, but yeah. like my girlfriend's like she likes the name Carter, so I'm like, mm, so like his first like five birthday parties have themes already, bro. 100. percent Carter You got the little like, the stick on face tattoos and everything. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. I'm like, I'm ready. The rub on tattoos. So on jokes, face. Yeah. Up to actually up to six because Barter six, so I'm good. I have six years of birthdays planned up. Hmm. It might not be the perfect theme for like a two year old or whatever, but oh, it's okay. Uh, they won't remember. He'll be in a big remember. babe sweater from like Hustle Music Video on Carter <laughs> yeah. when he's two years old. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's ready. Do you yeah. have names? The Hustle Music. I na- yeah, I want to hear theirs first. I don't got names. You got names? <laughs> I don't got names. Yeah, I never had names. Just like if I would hear a nice name, I'd be like, oh, that's a nice name. Like I consider that for like my child. But then like I would just forget it the next week. Did so you ever hear a name? And like know someone with that name and be like, hell no. Not that comes to mind. Because that happens to me all the time. So mm. would you like this name? Like, no. <laughs> no way. God no. I have one. I know I want to name my daughter Zyla. Oh, that's oh, so I nice. like that. Zyla, yeah. that's and her so nickname nice. is gonna be little Lala. Oh, that's <laughs> so also, wouldn't it be so awkward if, like, someone, you told someone, like, the name you want to... And they steal it. They're, no, they're like, oh, that's, like, a really... Like, <gasps> everyone would always be like, that's such <laughs> a cute worse. name, you know? Yeah. Imagine uh, if you said Carter, and I'm like, ew, Carter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i never seen my children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think for me, it's, like, because my boyfriend's Pakistani, so we mm. want to have, like, nice ethnic names mm-hmm. that tie to, like, our... I'm Persian, he's, he's Pakistani. Something nice, I don't know. Like, I know Arya is a nice name, but for a guy... I love that name. Yeah. Arya goes crazy. Um, I love the name Keon. Keon's a nice Keon's name. Keon's a great name. You know? Oh, yeah. Great yeah. name. That's a I, great name. I'm obsessed with SZA. Not be, like, I wouldn't name her because of I love um, Solana, which is SZA's okay. nice, real yeah, name. That's a nice but name. But it's just so nice. Like, I didn't even know that was her It just flows out like Solana. Isn't that like a crypto coin? Solana? Probably. It is. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Soul. Yeah. 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 She's a... Uh, they mm-hmm. Her dad's Muslim. Her mom is Christian. So she prays at the mosque on Friday and goes to church on Sunday. Or, like yeah. SZA does? Yeah. Is that crazy? I mean, okay, but she SZA also says... is a fucking, like, pathological Yeah, liar, I was going to so. say, she what? said a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Like, what? She said yeah. she didn't have a TV. She didn't have a TV. She never owned a TV. And like, then she on. said, she like, lied about her freckles. Her freckles are really? fake. I didn't know yeah. that. I but I love her. That's believer. my queen. She's yeah. lying, but that's okay. She's. <laughs> she made good days. She doesn't owe society anything else. That's <laughs> uh, a special If woman. it wasn't for the internet, she would have got away with it. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That's a special, special woman. Why do celebrities like lie about certain things? Like, the Just to say interesting. Like Russell Wilson, when he, he like broke his finger or something, it's right, and he said he, he did a finger exercise 20 hours a day. 20 oh hours? It's God. like, bro, you could have said you did it eight hours. No, but this is an exercise. You could be walking around the house going like this. 20 hours a day? 20 yeah, hours? Just, he only sleeps four hours a day? <laughs> but I'm not saying it's deliberate where you're like sitting and focusing, but I'm just no, saying I, if I'm I, like doing no, something I, I else, but I'm still I doing mind. this. I don't mind if you said like 16 hours a day. Like, but that's eight not hours like, to sleep. But okay, but if you're just doing it like mindlessly, like you pick up a can or a glass. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, not, yeah. yeah, but that's not considered exercising. Yeah, maybe. But my fact is that it was 20. 20 is fucked. Because he fucked up his finger, so I'm assuming there's specific rehabilitation. Okay, so what was he doing in the four hours that he was not packed? That he was not. I I don't know. Sleeping. I guess so but I'm like only, yeah. I'm like that guy guess definitely gets more My than four. My boy was waking up if at you're recovering, four a.m. and just, way more than four. <laughs> just the, the fucking head. Everyone's like, like he could have said yeah. ten hours. I'm like, that's a great amount. But he said twenty. I'm like, why would you say that? So I did a day? Maybe he meant a week. He said twenty hours a day. <laughs> he must have meant a week. Like you're nuts. Yeah, that's, nuts. It's got to be hyperbole, bro. He's got to just be exaggerating for the sake of yeah. it. But why celebrities always try to be thus outlandish? What other mystique? what other uh, lies? I'm trying to. I can't think of any. For who says it? For celebrities, celebrities in general, in general. Oh, celebrities in general. Yeah. I was out here wiling. 
the fucking that ball player that said he didn't shit shit his pants. Oh, Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul Pierce <laughs> saying he didn't shit himself. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. His shorts. <laughs> fucking. Why Papa would I John? sit on a wheelchair? Would, if you shit yourself, would you smush your shit into your own ass Yo, in your pants? No. So this, this guy was having. He was playing a basketball game, and then he was like, "Gruesome." Not he wasn't like gruesomely injured, but like he was like he got injured. He got carried out by people, like oh, like shit. holding up his legs. We thought yeah. this guy was like dead. Yeah. And then he comes back in the game. Like, and has, like, an amazing performance. Like, nothing happened to him. I was like, what the hell? And then I think there's been a rumor, you know. I that, like, like, photos and shit, too. He confirmed it. That he shit his point. pants? Yeah, he said he, he said that he shit his pants, and then he tried to walk it back yeah. to the like, and said that he didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, if you Google Paul Pierce shit, I'm sure you, <laughs> you, might, you might see, you might see, you might. <laughs> Actually, if you just Google Paul Pierce, it might be the first thing. You know who the sickest celebrity liar is? Mm. Papa John. Oh, oh yeah! I don't think he's lying. 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 Kind of rocks, bro. <laughs> he's eating all types of pizza all yeah. hours of the day. How many pizzas? And, and training himself not to say the n word anymore. Forty pizzas in thirty days. <laughs> Jesus, that guy's a monster. That's so sad. There's that no guy's way. a monster. No and way. then they, there was like a fuck. What was it? there was another one that came out recently that said he sampled like an absurd amount of pizzas <laughs> in like a short timeline. Like it's fucking insane. Rick I, Ross is also an elite liar, for sure. Yeah. Just all types of lies his whole persona is a lie, fam. I just meant in the music. Just all types of lies on wax. <laughs> yeah. Talking about how the shorty wrapped her legs around. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't. You were a fucking Chill. Brittany Griner. Wow, chill, chill, chill. Talk about last year he made $100 million flat. No, you didn't. <laughs> you did not, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, rappers the, are some elite liars for sure. Rappers are some sure. unbelievable. Nobody elite lies liars. like upcoming rappers, bro. <laughs> Nobody lies like upcoming rappers. Yeah, it's a different tier. Talk about like, oh, my bread and all that. You, yeah, you get, you get yeah. 5K a show, bro. I'm in, I'm, in the, I'm in the foreign, and I saw this fucking post. Well, technically, some any, guy was anything like, that's not a domestic is a foreign. Oh, a <laughs> foreign. Some guy was like, <laughs> some guy made a TikTok, and he was like, bro, that's a, that's a, a 2001 Honda. That's a citizen. That's <laughs> <laughs> a naturalized citizen. Like, yeah, like, it is not foreign. <laughs> We're all whipping foreigns. You whip a foreign? Yeah. I whip no, a foreign? No, we don't. Oh, he has a U.S. model? No, Acura is U.S. Really? I thought yeah. Acura was... I, I thought it, it was Honda's sister or brother or whatever. It's Honda's child, yeah. But oh. Lexus is also an American brand. Oh. They they made these brands to position Lexus themselves as on like a higher end tier oh. for the States. Because I know it's a Toyota brand. Yeah. Do you, do you whip a foreign? I do. Nice. <laughs> I, I do whip a foreign. <laughs> you seem like a, a Volkswagen girl. I, I was. Sicker. I had Way a Volkswagen Rabbit for like five nice. or six years. I and think then, it's like a creative car. And then I like treated myself to an Audi. Oh, yeah. it was my first. It was she my first Audi to get an Audi. <laughs> it was my first like big girl purchase, but it wasn't even really that much because it was like six years. It was used. Mm. It was like a six-year-old car. A four, A three. I don't even know what that is. I mean, it's so it's right similar there. to the A four. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. It was one of those things where Jeez, I, I definitely sick. like growing up. I was like, if I want to treat myself with like one thing, it would be a nice car. I'm not even like a, per- a car person. I just knew that like. I always loved Audis, like they were just yeah. like, the way they were designed, the way I f- mm. like whatever, just like the car. Um, and then yeah, like my mechanic was selling one, and I was like, could I? 
And it was just so, I mean, it was could like, I? Could I? <laughs> it was just so like affordable. Like I was surprised. I mean, I thought, I, I thought dare? it was so unattainable. <laughs> yeah. Do I dare? Um, I thought it was so unattainable. And then I was like, me, a peasant, I can buy one. Wow. I can. About oh, come peasant. on. Respect yourself. Don't ever say that about my <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> uh, I actually went car shopping yeah. for the first time today. Oh my God. How was it? Uh, Did they give you cookies and stuff? No, uh, they offered me like coffee. Where'd you Man. go? So you get, like, where does uh, everywhere offer cookies? Done. <laughs> Where'd you go to get cookies? <laughs> it's funny I said that because an episode of uh, Caribbean Enthusiasm, he kept saying there was an issue with his car to get the licorice in the <laughs> car dealership. <laughs> it was making a noise. Yeah, I should go check it out. And you go grab all this licorice. <laughs> Man, so, where'd you go? What'd you do? Uh, I went to get ready. The famous <gasps> super fan Nav Bato. No way! His, uh, I went to that Hyundai dealership uh, just down the road here. Actually, yeah. um, was he there? Was looking? No, he wasn't there. Oh, but wow. I have seen him like so. Right like, there's like a building right yeah. over here yeah. that I think he owns as well. So oh, I've seen shit. him a few times here. Yeah. Not driving a Hyundai, definitely Rolls Royce truck. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, off brand? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he was. Brand. Oh, he's. he's I mean, it makes sense. I don't know why. That boy's up. But yeah, I um, yeah, went there, checked out a nice uh, 2022 Tucson Ooh, hybrid. Tucson Ooh. hit me. Hit me. That's hard. You got yeah, the cross on it? Crazy. Yeah. It's going crazy. I was checking that out. But uh, Head edition? No, it wasn't head edition. It wasn't head edition. But um, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, and I just got the, I got an email um, right before I got here, actually. From the Toyota dealership. Mm, the Corolla? I have my sights set on a 2022 hybrid Bamry. And Shout it's Bamry. so Those are killers. fucking Put them in a bidding war. Make them fight for your wallet. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful car. It's so The front is so spacious. And it's yeah. like big screen. I love cameras. And yeah, hybrid. I like, great on gas. Like. It's so nice. What's it called? It's a Toyota? Uh, Yeah, Toyota Camry Hybrid. 2022. 2007, red. Yo, Devo, is it it a plug-in hybrid? Uh, Or is it like a passive hybrid? I think it's a passive hybrid. Okay, okay, okay. But um, Because if you get the plug-in, you get the green plate, and then you can just... Yeah. Whip down the whole lane. Yeah, all time. that's hard. Oh, that's a perk. Wow, this yeah. is so nice. But um, and you get a rebate too for getting a plug-in. It's a, it's yeah, it's such a beautiful car. I got. Yeah. I was like probably a couple of weeks ago. I took an Uber, and that was the car that picked me up. And yeah. I was like, you know, I'm been needing to buy a car for quite some mm-hmm. time now. Um, so. Yeah, I'm sitting in this car. I'm like, man, like, I was in the back. I'm like, this is mad spacious back. It's mad spacious. And then, like, the really front, I looked in the front. I'm like, the front looks mad spacious, too. Like, yeah, big yeah. screens everywhere. It's a hybrid. Like, I'm like, yeah, what car is this? And then he, the guy's like, oh, yeah, I'm actually a salesman. And oh, this course. is a 22. Oh, yeah, like, oh, sure. Enough, but, Damn. Yeah, that's, a sick, that's, a sick, that's a sick that's salesman sick. right yeah. there. Yeah, it was a yeah. beautiful, beautiful car. So that's what my sights are set on right now. Which one are you leaning toward? Yeah. The Camry? Oh yeah, by far. Yeah. But yeah. um, you know, I'm poor and my credit's not. But the camera's so. more expensive. Uh no, actually it's less, but sure. like almost ten grand. Oh, so then because yeah. Tucson's a bigger. Vehicle. Tucson's much yeah. bigger. It's uh like a SUV, yeah. very spacious as well. It looks mm. uh, sure. is uh it yes it is yeah. yeah. If not yeah, tell them get out of here. It's it's <laughs> also also very nice, also very nice. Sure. But um, yeah, I mean in, in a few weeks hopefully. I'll be pulling up here in a twenty twenty three Camry. Foreign. Yeah, foreign. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, 
once that happens, um, don't invite me anywhere to spend money ever. Uh, I won't be able to afford it. So, yeah. That's I hear it. that. But I'm just going to sign my life away on that car. car to not go anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> Sick and, uh, <laughs> cool, cool. I, I, drive, I, I think I sit drove in the driving. A, <laughs> a, 20, a 2019 Camry or maybe a Corolla, but whatever one it was, I had um lane assist, and um, I thought that's like one of the greatest inventions ever. Is lane assist the one with the blind spot? It's the one that keeps you in the lane. Okay. Oh, it's like, oh, you're like a drowsy guy. You. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, so I, I tested it out. Like, I'd be like, lane assist, you went there, like, after, and, like, after I started like swerving, and be like, beep, 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 beep. I'm like, this is so That's hard. crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. See, because I don't have any technology in my car. Like, mm. I guess I have the aux cord. <laughs> FMAM <laughs> radio. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's, it's nothing crazy. But like, for me, like, when I sit in, like, these new cars, I'm like, holy crap, you have two it's screens. It's a spaceship. It's a spaceship, <laughs> bro. First time I sat in this car, I'm like, what the hell are these knobs for? Like, <laughs> like, 20 knobs. Like, this is like, I get so confused. Like I had a rental when I was in Vancouver, and like there was a touchscreen for the heat, and there's the, the you can heat the steering wheel, you can heat the mirror. I'm like, why don't I have to heat your mirror? I was like so out of my comfort zone. That's like, crazy. I can, like, I don't know. I can connect the Bluetooth. That's all I need. The and, aux cord. Uh, aux cord. You can't go wrong with the aux can't cord. Can't go wrong. There you go. It's the OG. Yeah. Cars are cars. <sighs> Sometimes Just I the, 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 how far they've come. That's what I was gonna mm, say. Like, I feel like such a short amount. There's of like time. no shit Remarkable. cars anymore. That's yeah, there's gonna, none. Yeah. Brand there's new none. cars are all just great. In ten years, are you gonna look back at your car and be like, "Oh, there's a piece of crap." That's so. Come true. on, I'm thinking like the technology could be like amazing. Yeah, that's the thing that you're gonna get fucked on is the technology. The screens, yeah. the screens is the thing that's gonna fuck you in cars going forward. Yeah, because yeah. it's gonna be old UI. Like, if you even if you get into an S class from like the last generation, it feels like shit in terms of the UI. And like the actual touchscreen, mm. that's what dates a car. This is why Bugattis don't have screens in their cars, because they're like, our shit is timeless. We're not putting any fucking screens. Oh shit, that's, that's, really yeah. that's crazy. Because you can still whip the original Veyron, and it still feels like a fucking Veyron. Damn. But if you had a screen that took like t- ten seconds to start up, you'd be like, yeah. I paid three point six million dollars yeah. for this. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it fucks it's it so up. So interesting. We'll probably just get to a place where you can yeah. update the software of the screen. But they refuse to more times than not. Yeah. Mm. No. I seen a um a Benz with like a door door screen. Like the passenger even has a screen. I'm jailbreak my whip. Oh, the EQS. <laughs> Shit. I saw an ad for it. Oh, with the warranty. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> EQS. I saw yeah. that. I was like, I would buy I this car. I fucking hate that car. But I can't, but <laughs> I would buy this car. Yeah. The interior is great. what car is this? This is the uh, the Benz EQS. It's an electric oh, car with a door-to-door screen, dog. Yeah. What? The whole like, dash is like a like the, part what? of the dash. The door like panel, the dash. Like in, um, kind of like in, uh, you guys remember the car in, um, Fuck! What's that movie? Uh, Goddamn, the one where they, it's in America and they oh, are lawless for the day. <laughs> oh, Birds? The movie in America. Birds, birds, birds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was going through my Rolodex. So it's in America. It's in America. Yeah. So in the in the very first Purge, like this guy has this armored out car, and the whole the entire dash is just like all touchscreen, like left yeah, to right, that's and it's like, it like because. Bro. Like he has like armored like it's an armored plate like covering the front window so you can't actually see out the front window but he has mm. a massive screen that you can see like what's ahead of you and like what's behind him and left and right. That's yeah. They've That's had that. Benz has had that, eh? And not that they don't have a windscreen. They have a windscreen. Like they have a windshield, anyways. But they have like infrared fucking cameras. They have night vision on their so like on the dash like behind the like where the fucking uh, like behind the steering wheel where mm. you get the gauges. You can turn on your infrared camera so you can just drive through that instead of looking. Ahead because it's so dark. Damn. What? Yeah, it's crazy. From my, my my cousin has a Cadillac, 
And when he parks, he gets like a bird's eye view of the car parking. Whoa. Oh, the 360 cams. Was just what? Like, yeah. I was like, wait, what? Wait, 360 so cams. Is there an actual, ca- an actual camera? Fam, he's like... No. It, there's cameras on the side. There's cameras on the front. Cameras on the back. And they oh, each and are like put, 180 degrees. Oh, and they shit. stitch it. And then they just kind of... They stitch it all. And then kind of face the camera downwards. And then just kind of overlay like a car image. Yeah. I was like, how? That's uh, crazy. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I gotta crack my neck to park. You're just yeah. looking at a 360 version of your whip right now, bro. It was nuts. Yeah. But I, I, at least I know how to drive. I, I'm happy that I grew up in an era where you had to learn how to drive and park and all that. Because sometimes oh, see yeah. people looking in there, reversing like this. Like, fam, like, <laughs> turn your neck, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm happy that I learned how to. Yeah. It's a good way That's to learn. interesting. I never thought about this. So, like, okay, I often think about this, like, how the world is going to change in terms of, like, technology. But I always think of it in the social aspect, like... We have like we're looking at TikTok right now. It's just absolutely mm. taking over the world, right? Worst app ever. So like, <laughs> crazy statement. The worst app ever. Okay, just continue. We'll come back to that. <laughs> um, but now that you brought that up, I wonder like how like driving is going to change. Obviously, they're starting to roll out like fucking fully like automated cars, and they drive for you. But like, it's going to be interesting. You guys like, see the video of the Tesla driving itself like over a curb? Yeah, and people right. are like. No one in that car. It's just trying to get over a curb. It's like, mm. <laughs> it's just stuck. You see that? And it finally got over and started driving away by itself. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys see the video of the Tesla crashing into an overturned truck directly oh, head on? Shit. Oh my God. No, gosh. what? Because it doesn't recognize it as a truck because it's, it's not an image that it was fucking taught oh, to shit. recognize as a truck. Oh my so it's like, God. oh, it's probably just a reflection and just flies into it. Oh my God. Jesus. Yeah. More data. Yeah. <laughs> and death. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, signing nope. up for, you, you just know. Just dive it down the road. It's Don't true. get no data from it. At least yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tesla's collecting data, making it better. Dude, they're fucked. They're fucked. There was a Fuck guy driving a Tesla at night on auto, and you like hit someone across the street on a bike, and he's like, "Yo, like, I thought the car had recognized." I'm like, "Well, now you're going to jail, buddy. Yeah. It's on you." And he's Tesla. trying to get Tesla involved. Tesla's like, "Nope, yeah. you, you signed the waiver. <laughs> it's not on us, buddy. Yeah. You decided Sorry, to pal. become a beta tester. The bike guy didn't, and he died. Rest in peace. But you know." Damn. You decided to. And they have footage of it all, like yeah. out of the blues, just a guy wearing black on a bike crossing the street in the middle of the night, out of nowhere in the frame, smoked. That's so sad. Yeah, yeah. they don't even slow down; it just keeps going because it's like, ah, all right, it's nothing that matters to me. I'm just gonna keep going. Damn. Yeah. But I do feel like for driving, there's pros and cons. Like I love um, those cars that, like, if you're about to change lanes, something such goes beep beep beep. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. I think that's useful. For sure. You know, even safety like safety features are good. Yes. Yeah. Like when you go to drive, like when you go to get your like G two or G or whatever, they tell you to turn all that shit off, which is good. Oh, did they? Because I went yeah. to get my G years ago, <laughs> but um, <laughs> there's like, oh, can you turn off the 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 reverse cam, the blind spot monitor? I'm like, I don't know how to oh, do all shit. that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I won't look. I promise. Like, I'll I'll still turn my neck. Like, I don't know how to turn it off though. <laughs> Gotta make it super obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't I I don't I didn't I don't know how to turn off the screen. Like, they don't no one told me how to do that. Yeah. That's a better direction for autonomous driving to go where they make it like an overseer for the way we drive. Mm. So human drives, but the autonomy part, make sure you don't crash. Yes. Like the uncrashable car would be fucking sick. They kind of have that already to a certain degree with like automatic braking. I don't like that. Don't brake for me. No, no. Automatic emergency braking where if they know that the car is going to hit the car in front of you, it's going to brake for me. You don't know me. <laughs> All right. That's how I feel about winter tires. Center. You don't know me. Oh <laughs> fucking suck. We're not getting back into this. It's right, so funny. On the way, on 407, on the way here, because I was You took the 407? I was running a tablet. Taking three minutes. Probably cost me like eight bucks, but it's okay. Um, 
It was, there, was a, there was a little ad. Yeah, there was a little ad that said, consider getting winter tires. And I'm like, thank you. You said, consider it. Wait, you don't have them. I don't. It's not that I don't have them. You don't believe in you them? You don't believe. I think they're like a teeny wincy big cap. No, I think they're. No, I think you're they're a great fucking. Job. I, th- I noticed the difference personally. No, there's, a, there's for sure well, a difference. You were here for the discussion, I guess? Yeah, you were here oh, for that yeah. discussion. No, I, I, noticed, I noticed a difference with the winter tires, but I don't think so they're angry. 100% necessary to drive in the GTA in the winter. It, it's not 100% necessary yeah. to drive at all, for sure. Yeah, yeah nothing's necessary. 100% necessary. Yeah, so that, so that's how I feel. Like, I don't need to get winter tires. Like, I can drive fine without winter tires. But. But, yes. What if, like, you're fine without it, but, like, what if your car just loses control and then you hit someone else? This is usually when he says, you don't know how I drive? I'm a sick driver. (laughs) How do you feel about the vaccine? (laughs) (laughs) I've been driving in the winter. Knock on wood, this doesn't happen Wait, 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 wait. Okay, yeah. How many years? Probably since like 20... (laughs) Maybe like like four years. I probably went through four or five winters. And all of those winters, no winter tires? And even five? No, I I do winter tires, oh, but like the last like oh. last two years, I've just been all seasons. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm like during COVID, okay, yeah. As how much? much were you really driving last? <laughs> Fuck out of here! I drove I drove in winter storms, dude. I'm like I, but think about me is that I'm super careful when I drive in the snow. People think they drive me on a dry road. There, I I'll drive twenty. Like yeah, I'm nigga, fine. You're not the only one on the road. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. You can be but, as careful as you want to be. And if someone hits me, that's not my fault. Okay, but also you can still be as careful fault, as you want to be. Do you and not wanna, still like, if someone hits me, what if there's ice under tires? the snow? What if there's ice under the snow? I guess we gotta cross that when we get there. But I've been, I've been, I've been straight. Right, See, this seasons. is the exact kind of person that knows about what happened to Travis Scott concert that decides to go. <laughs> 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 Bro, fuck it. They're not built like me. Nah, it, it, <laughs> no one's gonna come for me. I, I, don't I, know how I recommend winter tires. All right, done. That's it for people that need them. Everybody should have them. It's a like fucking that's, and people that need them. So let's say everybody that lives somewhere where it snows heavily. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. All right, cool. So where do you live? Does it snow? Is it fair See, to say Emmy, that it snows? Emmy was driving in snow today. Like, so I'm like, snow? So I asked maybe for some of you who does roads, I yeah. would say winter tires. You do roads, winter tires. You know? But isn't this whole area a snow belt? Yes. Right? Yes. I thought maybe it was just Waterloo, but I'm pretty sure it's like... All of us, area. yeah. You know what? Maybe... How about this? I'm gonna take some data this year. Oh my God, no! And Just I'll get, get back to you guys. I know it's gonna. I know I'm gonna knock on wood. I want to see the, da- the data. I'm gonna knock on wood because I've been talking so much shit about winter tires. <laughs> I know it's gonna be the winter <laughs> where it just all goes to hell. All goes to hell. <laughs> so maybe I'll get winter tires just to offset the going to hell part. But yeah, I'm gonna go to Tire World sometime like next when week, hell freezes so. over. <laughs> if that happens, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so we've. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned being a photographer. Mm-hmm. You still shoot? Kind of not really. Okay. Like like I shoot when people ask like hire me, like and ask me to and I do it. But it's definitely not the same. Like I don't go out of my own way to like go to Toronto and shoot like I mm. used to, you know? Like it doesn't feel the same. Do you feel like like there's a lack of like motivation to do that? Yeah. Do you guys feel that about your crafts? Like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. So it's not just me. I just don't it's, feel it's like, all of us. Yeah. I felt that we were prior to COVID. Because really? prior to COVID, I was working like a super fucking boring ass nine to five. Yeah. Just doing like just hard marketing shit. Mm. And it was one of those nine to fives that just kind of drain your creative soul. So I just didn't care enough to even try to do anything creative at that time. Yeah. But COVID happened and we all got laid off because of COVID because I, I was managing the marketing of a dealership. Oh, shit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just not fucking going back. And then I spent all of COVID essentially trying to like rewire my brain to be okay to be creative again. So now I'm feeling like as creative as fucking possible. That's awesome. Wait, but you have your own. You have your own um, 
Yes. Like, I don't know, what, what would we call it? Studio agency? Like, what would you call it? Your own collection? I'm going to just say yes. I love it. I'm going to just say yes. I love it. But yeah, I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be doing shit, and it's fucking great. To, it feels so good to have Damn. taken that break and come back. What did you do during, like, is it that, is that, that simple? Like, did you have, like, a formula, like, what you did to feel that again? Or was it just, like, time for yourself? Time for myself, fucking trying to sit down with myself and figure out, where, like, what's going on with my brain. It's like... I feel like we, we get so busy, especially with the age that we're all in, that, mm. like, you're just kind of trying to figure shit out and make life work. Yeah. And thankfully, COVID, I, I took that opportunity to, like, reflect deeply and just get really, really fucking analytical about, like, what's going on in my brain and, like, figure out, like, what thought patterns aren't resulting in results that I necessarily am happy with. So I just kind of just rewired my shit. What and it picture going on in his brain is the monkey with the symbols. <laughs> 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 no, it's worse, bro. You guys remember that episode where Spongebob needed to learn how to do fine dining? And he had all the Spongebobs in his head that were, like, running the brain? No. That's, that's that the inside of my head. Yeah. There's, like, a billion little curats in my head. But that that's so hard on. because that's, like, you're literally changing, like, like you said, like, you're rewiring and that, that like, takes so much, I don't know, like... It was, it was a lot... Discipline, you. you know, like willpower, self-control. Like there's so many things, you know? Yeah. But it feels, it feels, it feels good to be back and be like fully fucking creative again. So I got to ask, do you, do you feel like you like, although, the, okay, so for me, the way I work is like when I'm making music, like I always have to, like when I'm making music in the moment, like I have to be inspired, right? Mm. To make that music. But also I've recognized that recently, like, I I haven't been inspired to make music, but I still have the urge to want to do that. Do you yeah, feel the I same? I do have the urge. Yeah. And I'm like, let me know if you relate, but I feel like I'm happy I have the urge because I know that I'm not totally like useless. Like, yeah. I don't know yeah, if useless yeah. is the right word, but like I'm not lost. Like <laughs> I know I can, I can, yeah, I'm not yeah. done with it. I can find my way. I'm like still, yeah. it's almost like a, it's a feeling of frustration of like, I know it's there. I know it's in me. It's going to come back. But like, the, out, the output right now is like non-existent like I can't put it out anywhere but like it's there and it's good yeah. to know that it's there because it's like it makes me feel like that's who I am like I'm I'm like I'm a creative person at my core so yeah, it feels yeah. nice to know that like I will never lose that but it's one of those things like you hit a wall but it's like when will the wall like crumble down you yeah, know like when yeah, will yeah. I go past it's, it's so it kind of feels like I don't know a little like frustrating and like scary sometimes especially like for myself I want to do something like on the side but like eventually create it to just be like my full-time thing but like mm -hmm. when I have these moments of like what am I doing that really can't fly when you're fully focused on like when that's your full income you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So, yeah yeah so for me like I feel like especially like so say there is a point in time like once I do start making music again like I feel like because there's been times where I've, I've started, right? And, like, I get to that point and I'm just like, ah, like, it's not, it's not coming out how I picture it in my head yeah. as to, like, or, like, yeah. other work that I've done, right? Totally. So I feel like, and that frustrates me and I'm just like, okay, like, let me just not do this. And then when I stop at that point, I just, like, that's when that, the lull comes back and I'm just, like, there again. But the yeah. urge is still there to want exactly, to do it. But I'm yeah. just, like, so I'm, like, debating like because i feel like it's one of those things like f creating art me i feel like i need to be inspired but also like you know is does does there come a point in time where like i just have to kind of force it and mm. see what comes out of it mm -hmm. and then continue on that road until like that wall is no yeah. longer there yeah. right so. that's fair i feel like i force it 
and sometimes it's a good thing. But like, I think yeah, it's always good. I think it's always great to just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Ultimately, when you're like doing creative shit, like you never know like what the ultimate direction is going to be. You got to just try shit and see what works, right? And I think, especially when you're in a rut and you're stuck, like just doing it is what gets you out of it. I feel like you know, and That's I think so true. there's definitely you know, um, I think there's definitely value to kind of just sitting, and uh, and just I guess like when was talking about how he was doing just kind of analyzing and seeing what is kind of like driving you but i think at a certain point you just got to get up and do yeah. you know regardless yeah. of whether or not it's just totally like you agree. think it's gonna be great or whatever the case is or even if it sucks yeah like you did something and you got that idea out and now you you know for sure that doesn't work okay cool yeah. like what does I you know agree. it's like the consistency of it it's like going to the gym it's like yeah if you go yeah. to the gym every day even if you don't see a result or like it feels wrong at least you're going every day yeah for sure you're getting to that habit that's it it's that's so well put because i mean Going to the gym or setting that routine is so much more about like the result of it or actually like doing anything productive in the gym on that particular totally, occasion. Totally. But it's so much more about the habit forming and like mm-hmm. the not allowing yeah. yourself to like bullshit and so get out true. of it and just yeah. fall back into just bullshit and negativity, right? So um no, that's really that's really uh really well said for you for sure. It's like a domino effect. I was listening to an Ed Sheeran interview on the Breakfast Club that just happened. Wow. And he was talking <laughs> This is a very odd pairing. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yo. Ed Sheeran's the man of the culture. Yo, dog. Ed Sheeran is sick. If y'all he's haven't watched guy. his Breakfast Club interviews, they're he's the like, sickest fucking interviews. Really? He's, he's like my favorite guest on their shit. Oh, he's shit. That, that Culture Boy? Soulja Boy's a different tier, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's the first ever guy on Breakfast Club. It's different, bro. That's Big oh, Draco. God. But... It, it, he was talking about the domino effect of life because he recently became a father as well, mm. and like he was trying to write this album and all, all the all the things in, like in relation to that, and he was talking about the domino effect and how what he realized he needed to stop doing now, which was essentially he tr- he like really cut down his drinking, stopped doing all types of drugs. He's like the only vice I still have is like a cigarette every once in a while. He's like, but apart from that, he doesn't drink as much, which is cool because the original Breakfast Club interview, he got fucking shit faced him. Envy and Charlemagne got shit-faced by like 10 a.m. Damn. Like, because they're just like, yo, we heard you drink. And he's like, yeah, I do. And they're like, fuck it, let's go then. They were bottles after bottles. They were getting fucking hammered during the interview. And this time he's like, it's different. I'm not doing that anymore. He was talking about the domino effect of your decisions. Bite my whole swag. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a kid, come on. Yeah, come on man. He was talking about the domino effects of actions. Because he's like, yo, like, if you, if you know you're not supposed to wake up late, on a specific day and you wake up late, you're going to be like, that's going to turn into like, all right, whatever, I already woke up late. So you're going to, you're going to slack at work and because you slacked at work, you're going to feel a certain way and then you're going to, you'll probably eat unhealthy because you ate unhealthy, you're going to be like, all right, fuck it. I might as well just go out and enjoy my day. Now you're going to get up, end up getting drunk. You get drunk and you're going to be like, ah, fuck it. I got drunk. Ah, Whatever. I'm drunk. I might as well smoke some cigarettes. Mm. You smoke a whole pack of cigarettes and then before you go home, you're like, fuck, I'm hungry again. And then you have a Big Mac. He's like, versus when you do it in good decisions, like if you start off your day with like something healthy, like oh, I'm just drink water right now. I'm going oh, to wake up as early as I need to. I'm going to drink water. Then I'm going to head to the gym. Because you went to the gym, you already know you did something healthy. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to think about eating healthier now. Because you ate healthier, you're going to be like, all right, now that I ate healthy and I did this, I should probably use my time better and you'll be better at doing your work. And then you're going to be like, ah, you know what? I don't want to go out today because I'm tired now because I worked out and I got all my energy out doing healthy things. So you end up sleeping early and that domino effect just kind of carries forward. Yeah. And that's that's a big thing that it was so cool watching this interview right now for me because that's essentially, I didn't know that that's what I was doing, but that's what I was mm. doing is creating the positive domino effect and noticing what the negative domino effect out of what I was doing was what it was. And I, like, established a new domino effect. There's a saying that goes, um, how you do anything is how you do everything. Yes. Yeah. And I don't yeah. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I think it's such a powerful mindset to have. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, obviously there's some things you don't, you know, do 
in the same way as everything else, right? Yeah. But I think just the idea of like approaching everything that you do in that way or like you having some level of consciousness in anything that you do with that mindset, I think ultimately does you so much better. Yeah. And so, so um no, yeah, for sure. Ed Sheeran is obviously immensely successful and he's just the man. So I, I didn't know he's a number two in music. What do you mean? He's the number two best selling artist, like Oh, really? On a consistent basis, when he drops music, you know who number one is Adele? worldwide? Justin. Fucking Adele. Really? Course, yeah. I thought sure. Bieber. He was talking sure, about yeah. Adele with such reverence. He's like, yo, but that's Big Dog. Like, I can't, I can't fuck with yeah, him. And he, 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 dropped, he dropped before she did. And he's like, thank fucking God, because I can't compete with that. I know she's going to outsell me no matter yeah, what. Yeah, Adele's the GOAT. I had no idea. It was, yeah, I, 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 the GOAT still. But like, I haven't listened mm. to the new album yet. Me neither. It's good. Yeah, me neither. It's, I got to create space for it to, 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 to adult. Right? I listened to f- first go, and then now I just have like my my like top favorites. Am I yeah. gonna be sad? Am you're gonna you're gonna oh man you're gonna it's feel a journey. You're, it's a journey. Yeah, you're gonna feel sad. You're gonna feel like introspective. You're gonna feel like a bad bitch. A bad bitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my bad. my absolute favorite yeah. that I think what? I like put on repeat is my little love. And uh, my little love. And I think as a father, actually, maybe oh. you would kind of like feel no. some of the. Because <laughs> I mean, she's like... talking about her divorce, a different context. But like, there's clips of her kid asking her, like, she has a kid. Yeah, yeah, she has a kid. This, I mean, yeah. that's a huge part of the whole album is for that's her why kid. She singing. Yeah. Oh, my she got little a divorce. Love. Yeah, but it's beautiful <laughs> because like the clips of him talking, they're not just like cute, a cute kid babbling. He's like, I don't feel like you love me. And so it's her, it's like, it's an actual like film, like a recording, but it's so interesting how she navigates these big topics with her little son who's maybe like five or six at this time. But she's like, why do you feel like I don't like, she asks questions like, why do you feel that? And she's like, you know, mommy loves you more than anyone. You know what I mean? So it's like interesting to hear her like. That's what I'm so excited for. And I try and do it like now in the moment. Like just having conversations with my daughter. Totally. So even from now, I've been trying to like put myself in the position where like I'm just always gonna react that way. So like when she's crying and like she's freaking out and whatever, like I'll be holding her and I'll just ask her. Like I'll yeah. talk to her and I'm like, yeah. "What's wrong? Like why are you so upset?" Like exactly, that's yeah. and I'm I'm excited for that because um, just to. I feel like it's obviously going to make it like a great relationship. Totally, yeah. And like if we are able to establish that communication from early on, I feel like yeah. it'll make everything feel, so much easier. Yeah, I feel like for kids though too, like when they're upset and someone asks them like, why are you upset? I feel like it just helps them articulate themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I feel like the, the bad tantrum children that I've seen, like adults treat them like, oh, you're bad, like get a spanking like, yeah, as an example. Yeah. Like they don't really sit and talk to them and be like, why do you feel this way? I mean, obviously, it's hard at some ages, but like, like every immigrant parent. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, that concept of you like want something to cry about, yeah, <laughs> get the slipper out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. So like, her album just feels very like it's a very beautiful snapshot of her relationship with her son and herself. Like she's talking about how she had this life, like the marriage, the picket fence, so early in her life that she didn't feel ready, and she had like so much more to live. Like, you know, yeah. not that she regretted anything, but like, yeah. I feel like we can all almost relate to some level. I think like if you put yourself in her shoes, like if you had kids at like 22, 23, like her, like, would you be different? I mean, obviously you'd be different, but how, how would you be different than you are today? Like, would you mm-hmm. regret anything? Like how would your mistakes or decisions play out? So I feel like she's so relatable. Yeah. I yeah. Love her. All of her music is so timeless. Like I still run 19, like it just came out. Yeah, I still run totally. 21, like it just came out. 25, like it just came out. She's so cool. So I know. I, yeah. I think Adele is incredible. I've always loved her. Do you yeah. see how she bodied Spotify? 
Yeah, I was gonna. Wait, I was gonna what? ask what about happened? that. Basically, Incredible. you know how Spotify, your Apple Music, Spotify. Oh yeah, it like shuffles. Yeah, she's like, yo, we work so hard to like oh. make a, like a, yeah. a musical journey, like a yeah. storytelling. You gotta listen to song one, then eight, and then song two, yeah. then seven. Like, it's like, no, you can't. Like, so they took off the shuffle. But yeah. I don't know if just for her album or for I, everything. From what I, I don't, I don't use shot, I don't use Spotify, but yeah, from what shit. I from what I read, so it was they just re- if you go to the fucking album, mm-hmm. like if you're streaming the album, if you go to the album. You can only click play. You can't click mm. shuffle. They removed it on the entire platform. The Imagine platform. having that level of pull. That's a doubt. Like, that's fucking crazy. They're like, and they said like anything for you. Like yeah, yeah. yeah sure, don't worry. Yeah, Sorry, Mr. Dell. The biggest artist in the world. Netflix yeah. and Dave Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> Unstoppable duel. But so we're we're talking about early childhood stuff within this. Now, I feel like we're all pretty fucking creative in this room, right? Emmy, how did you how did you know? You were creative when you were a kid. How did that work? That's what happened? That's a good question. I haven't thought about that in a while. My dad took photos. So I felt like we had a connection of like, I, I wanted to do what he did. So mm. I took his camera and he showed me things and taught me how to learn. And that's when I thought it started in like maybe high school. But I was actually looking through this box of my old stuff. <laughs> and I found this. I have a picture I could like send you guys later. But I, I found this Linkin Park like cover art that I colored and it was disgusting like it's horrible it has yellow <laughs> i did it with crayon but i must have been like early teens because of the way i was writing and i literally wrote research brand colors like oh, look sure. at gra- look at fonts and i was like wait what? this is literally what i want to do now like i want to work in the music industry i want to do cover art i want to look into brand colors and fonts like that's what i want to do mm. so it felt like a full circle moment where i feel like i did it before i even knew i was interested and then just like my dad's love for photography just like sparked mine that's fascinating yeah. i think i've told you before but like I, you're one of my favorite creatives and uh, one of my favorite <laughs> yeah. photographers ever yeah. and like you're so being so close to Shout these three like i mean i love their creative processes as well but like yeah. for me it's like how a hot dog is made like i see the whole process i know yeah. everything you know what i mean <laughs> but for you it's like <laughs> Comparing that work to the glizzy. (laughs) (laughs) But for you, it's like, I mean, I'm kind of removed from the process. So, like, to hear about all of these different things and to hear about, like, how, you know, some of my favorite art and how my one of my favorite artists compiles and creates these things is, like, so fascinating for me. And, um, you know, we've talked about how, like, you you feel like you're in a bit of a creative slump and, like, how you're in a bit of a block. Like, is it, don't you think it's one of those things where you kind of just, like, go back to the root of it? Kind of. And just... Get out of it, cause like, I, like, I feel like there's there's a, in the way that you're explaining what has happened to you, especially since COVID and in in your creation and like with this corporate job that you have and feeling like a number and all these other things, like I feel like they all kind of pile, and like um, they kind of like they kind of combine with one another to kind of like beat away at the creativity yeah, in you. Yeah. And like, I really want that to like not be the case mm. because like selfishly, but also like That's because so you're my friend and I just no, want you to course. be able to create and do that <laughs> of as course. well. Um, no, I, I appreciate that. I don't even know where I'm going with that. I just, I, I, I just, I just think it's super important for that to like not be the case, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just, I, I think that, um, you know, I think that in this case, I, I think that it's super important that like, you know, that, you know, uh, anything that I can do or we can do to cu- you know kind of help be a vessel to like get you back in that yeah. space. Dude, I um, honestly can't explain how much I appreciate is, that. We're all really big fans of you. I love you guys, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> no, I really appreciate that because I just feel like, I mean, I, I know we can all relate like when the self-confidence, especially about your work, like something you put out oh, into the world, yeah. it hits like this level that's almost hard to explain to people because it's like, 
people think you're sick and you know deep down like you know you're sick but like it doesn't feel that way and it actually I don't know if we can talk about this, but I'm just going to go ahead. Um, we talking about way crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I honestly felt like I hit a really like um, traumatizing moment when I was working with John River. And I felt like I never, never recovered from like the um, beating to my like creative confidence during oh, that experience. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. when I feel these lulls, I just feel like I'm right back in that group it chat where he's that, talking yeah. about things that like no Fucking one's ever world. spoken. Hundred fifty logos a day. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever like, spoken yeah. to me like that or like looked at me as if I was um, like maybe Inferior. not as yeah. Like yeah. I was just shit. So I feel like um, those moments of like I'm in a slump. It's not as simple as like being in a creative slump. It's literally like you have to rebuild the whole fucking castle. And it sucks because that was so long ago. Like mm, shit yeah. moves on. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse if I bring it up to like people in my circle because I don't want to like, no, but constantly that's talk about you know? it is and you don't know unless you've I mean you guys were in the group chats. T- oh. I'm sure there was different ones, but like oh, but, oh. you guys were there too <laughs> and so it's like as someone who I felt like I was still like a sponge and mm. I was still learning and um, I was so, um, like, I think I was naive, but I also think I could be impacted so easily that, like, mm-hmm. I was still forming who I was as a creative that, like, to be hurt in those ways, like, it really, it's damaging. And then mm-hmm. to be where I am now where I feel like I have so much potential and so much I want to give and people, like, give that energy back and it feels so nice, but, like, it's almost like I can't even, I can't even do it anymore. So but it's, like, such a weird that feeling. that is so fascinating to me because I feel like, in your work, you've moved so far past that, like in the magazine that you were working on yeah. and like in the photo, like in the way that you express yourself Shut in your up, photos, honey. like to me, it's like, how do I explain? It's like the, like the way that your photos come out and like the eye that you have for different things is just incredible to me. And like one of my favorite things about like just photography and just art in general, obviously is the interpretation of it, but also you do such a great job in kind of explaining your perspective on the mm. photos that you take as well. Yeah. So it's like, you've got that amazing ability where it's like, I can just look at it for what it is and kind of like internalize or take it however I want to. But then yeah. also like, you're, you're able to like describe kind of what you were feeling or like what you were doing or like why that resonated with you mm-hmm. and have it be just as if not more impactful. Mm. And so I say that to say like the work that you've done since then has been, you know, incredible. Um, and I'm sure like I'm not the only person that's told you that before. And so to me, it's like it's fascinating to hear that because it's like it just goes to show you that like with anything where it's like, there's people that you admire or you look to and like you just like really appreciate what they do but like you never know what kind of they're going through and kind Mm. of like how yeah how much it took them to even get to that place where they're able to put that work out right so such a good point and i think a lot of people like even in this discussion that we're having about like putting shit out and just letting people consume your creativity it's like to even get to the point where you're able to put it out takes so much work right Mm -hmm. and like repetitively doing that work and keeping up with it and not allowing yourself to get bogged down in the things yeah. that, like, in the insecurities that, like, yeah. typically do hold you. Because it's a crazy world, the, crea- totally. the, the creative world, where it's, like, there's so much consumption. And there's so many great people that you look up to or look to and mm-hmm. that are doing amazing things that, like, I'm sure as a creative, like, can really beat you down and really not totally. want you to put things out. But, like, totally. I think it's very really, really important for creatives to know that there's always an audience out there for them. And even if there's not, like, yeah. your expression deserves to be uh, expressed as well. So No. I, that's so well said and I agree and it's actually funny because I, I never feel like there's too many people like too many what's it called like hands in the pot or whatever like yeah. I always feel like there's there's an audience out there for me right. yeah. it's more just like having like I don't know the confidence to just say like fuck it I'm just gonna put it out mm-hmm. there um, but I think like that's the beauty of the industry is I feel like there's so many uh, talented people like literally in this room like you guys 
are one of them that it's like I want to be a part of I want to be a part of it. I don't feel like I'm in competition of any of it. Right. You know? So I think... That's that is the, the healthiest mindset. Yeah. 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 That for whole sure. idea of like, oh, it's oversaturated. It's one... Yeah. You know, you got to pull that person down. The person's coming for your spot. No, yeah. the fuck so they're stupid. not. Yeah. Yeah. No, the fuck they're we not. We have such a big discussion and tie this all together right now <laughs> with everything that's being said. <laughs> but if you know, you know, because fuck. Another day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you know, you know for real. But like, yeah. there's there's this. It's crazy to me because I feel like the only people that really position that argument of like, yo, they're coming for your spot, or like, yo, mm. you got to get yours. Fuck that person. I think those are just people who have failed already. Mm. I, I don't. I've never heard that from people who are actually consistently doing the things they love. Yeah. It's people who have had to find a way to get past their own fucking egos and I, find yeah. another way to do something. I think from like not from like me, not but, like, a I think way. just in general, like I think it was like a. Um, something that happened over time like because yeah. you know the further you go back the less availability there was for yeah. you to be in this position yeah. right so like yeah. the the person that you know was the head honcho was like yeah i i did all this da, 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 i'm the da. one guy that i'm the one yeah. guy i did all of this and if you're like it probably took them a long time to fucking get where they were right so like they just like are handing out shit to everyone below them and it's like mm. yeah you have to do this if you want to get to where I am because this is how DSDS I did it right yeah, yeah but it doesn't y'all ever seen the movie like The Platform no. no I have not but I know what it is basically it's a metaphor for everything that we're talking about right now essentially what happens is there was like I think there's like 450 floors of like this like prison type of structure it's like and a like, circular oh, like yeah. it's structure, like a square yeah. it's like a squared uh, space and the middle is hollowed out yeah and it starts at the very top and it's just an abundance of food and it gets dropped down to each level and each person or each level has X amount of time with the food. but And and if everybody just took their own portion, like, there would be more than enough for everybody mm. to eat. But because the people at the top don't know, like, oh, also, they revolve, they they, um, they shuffle where your order is going to be. So, like, oh, in true. one week, you might be at the very top. The next week, you might be in the middle. The next week, you might be at the yeah. bottom, just yeah. so on and so forth. So, like, the people at the top, for example, like, they're going to eat as much as they can because they don't know when the next time they're yeah, going to be at the top. Yeah, it's a false sense of scarcity. Yeah, yeah. so that by the time, so, like, it might get to level 30 and like by the time it gets to level 30 there's nothing left meanwhile there's another you know 420 floors to go yeah so i i just thought that movie was super fascinating because like it you know encapsulated everything we're talking about where it's like you know on the plate there's just more than enough for everybody to eat and eat well yeah but you know there's people at the top or there's people in positions where you know they can kind of take more and they they do take more Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. or or they feel like they should take more and it's like it's the idea of like this like scarcity like I, I don't know how much is going to be left type of thing where it's yeah. like, no, like, I mean, everybody. Eat together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For sure. A, and it takes somebody that's really sound of mind and really yeah. confident in themselves yeah. to, like, to, to do that, you know? Yeah. I'm going I'm to quote a, a philosopher from Mississauga who said, the bread is out there. You just got to be the one to go and get it. You just got to go and get it. You got to go and get it. It's out there. That's, it's a, out that's there. a philosopher here. But I feel like yeah. that's, that's very tricky. That's, I was actually thinking about this um, earlier today, I think on my way over here, actually. Like, thinking like, I know myself and I know that like moody guy, my moody guy. But um I feel like I'm glad you know that. <laughs> I feel like knowing myself, like I feel like there would certainly be times like say like I were ever to like become like music superstar. I feel like there would certainly be times in my life where like I would just be just like ego driven. Mm. And like yeah. I recognize that. And I understand how detrimental that it would be to, like, not only myself, but everyone around me. Um, 
and I and I, and I see it there, but it's like I I'm, I'm fully aware of it, but like I don't know how I would like prevent that from happening. And I and I say this because like just like you know the life that I live, like you know I haven't lived like a, a bad life at all by any means, but like you know it wasn't it was always like surviving it was never living mm. right so like i feel like if i was placed in a position where i was able to just live and do whatever like i feel like it absolutely would be hard at certain times to not That's just be gluttonous yeah. right yeah. Yeah. so it's 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 tricky like i thought i thought about like i'm like i was thinking to myself like it's kind of good like that like i i was never that guy like you know i never mm. turned into fucking like a huge superstar because i feel like like that would just be such a crazy time to like. Yeah. I think that's what happens with a lot of people that have to get it out the mud, you know. Yeah. The whole, even when you're there, you're still in that same mentality, and that can definitely be yeah. detrimental. And it's like I, because I, I also at the same time I understand that like we can all coexist. All of us sure. can eat, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So like, table's way yeah. big enough for everyone. But it's like at the same time, with that being said, like, you know, for the very first opportunity in my life, like someone's like okay we're gonna give you five million dollars and now you're you're on like we put all this money into your marketing for music da, 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 mm-hmm. da, da, and here's your five million advance whatever the fuck and like that would be tough to not live like you know that guy like yeah here i am like living that moment right yeah and not understand like living in that moment and not realizing the full picture like i feel like that'd be such a hard thing for me to do mm-hmm. so this is something that crosses my mind consistently too because it's like a thing that can make you become, make you go from being a good person to being a fucking cunt really quickly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And my current idea with the way, this is my position on this right now, is I think that your ego is a real part of you and I think we're, we get taught consistently not to exercise it. Mm. And I'm not saying exercise and being an egotistical asshole, but I mean exercise like you exercise every other part of yourself. You have to exercise being vulnerable to understand how to do that properly. You have yeah. to exercise being angry to understand how to do that properly. Yeah. I think we go so far just you know, like, society in the... A genu- this is where I get a little conspiracy theorist. I think the elites try to tell you not to fucking understand the power of yourself and, like, be ego- egoic in any aspect because it threatens them now. Mm. But if you know how to... If you start exercising your ego in a healthy manner now, yeah, yeah. especially right now, it's low risk. Like, if... Devo, if you get mad egoic with me, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, I- I'm gonna be like, Devo's just in a moody day. It's whatever. We're all okay with it right now. But if all of a sudden that for the first time ever comes out when you're when you're sitting on 10 m's you get mm. fucking advanced you get a bonus you got a signing bonus at 10 m's and now you're just set for life and that's when it comes out it's like yo this guy fucking changed yeah. this guy's a cunt yeah. and the thing is that to me is a sign of someone who did not consciously exercise that part of themselves in a the correct manner they didn't do it in a healthy way yeah. to understand themselves in that aspect too like i i'm lucky in retrospect i'm a really peaceful guy now but i super fucking wasn't i was an incredibly angry incredibly violent person when i was young and I exercise that. So I know what my limits are. I know yeah. how far I'm willing to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I'm way more calm in situations where people yeah, start getting yeah, violent yeah. around me. Mm-hmm. When people start going crazy, I'm like, I know exactly where I can go. Yeah. And I know you how know to... You know yourself. I, yeah. I know my limitations. I know my levels now. Yeah. And that's something that I'm trying to consistently now do with the idea of ego. I'm trying to be okay flexing for myself or like with the people around me closest to me now. So then when I'm in more larger flexible positions I'm, I'm I can do the, it in a healthy way I'm in the way. exact same kind of scenario whereas like to me it's more like work oriented yeah I feel like you know I got this job for a reason like there's certain days where I'm like just doing like I feel like I'm doing like bullshit and I'm just like frustrated because like I'm not necessarily doing the thing that I want to be doing or that I'm 
kind of there to be doing, right? So now I'm kind of learning, like, especially more so now that I have a daughter, like, mm. it's like I, everything is go mode. Like, I, I don't have time to just waste yeah. anymore, right? Yeah. So I feel like now I'm trying to learn how to exercise my ego in the sense that, like, or not even, I wouldn't even say exercising my ego, but, like, n- knowing the value that I bring somewhere and just understanding that, okay, even though these people may recognize the, the value that I have, it's underappreciated. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I'm trying to, because me, I'm like, super passive about that in the past. Mm. But, like, now I'm, I'm in a position where, like, okay, I have a daughter that I have to feed, right? Yeah. So now I have to make them understand that, like, the value that I'm bringing is... Real shit. It's, yeah. yeah, it's you not... You're shit. not going to find it yeah. every day, right? Exactly. So... You That's gotta recognize you are the on. asset. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even if you manage assets, you are the asset. Yeah. Because without you, you're not, things don't work. Yeah. And I feel like this idea of not correctly exercising ego and not knowing how to do it is so fucking prevalent here in the GTA. Because we're, yo, this is something that I realized. We're mad uncultured as a nation. But that's because we're a brand new fucking nation. We're, we're like still very fucking new. America's got generations of culture. The Europe obviously has so many generations of culture. Even Asia has generations of culture. Canada really didn't really become Canada until until what? Like in the until the eighties, mm-hmm. when Big Dog Pierre Elliott Trudeau did his thing. We're still figuring our shit out. So what are we left with? We're left with objectively incredibly talented fucking people who are incredibly insecure and don't know how to under like properly exercise their egos. So you get this <clears throat> dumbass stush ass energy. Because that stress energy is how you exercise ego in a wrong way. Where it's like, I'm going to tear you down. I'm going to make sure I shit on you. Because that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Demanding respect is not what that is. That is, that's like a, that's a very childish thing. That's what you do on like a fucking playground. That's like, that's like middle school level behavior. And that's evident across all of the GTA and all creative circles. And, all, and even in corporate circles too. It's just part of our culture right now. And that's why they, they call us a screw face capital. Mm-hmm. It's because we're still fucking young as hell as a nation now. And I think it's, it's on us to as individuals be conscious of that and do this shit better because for me i know that the one place i've been able to exercise ego very very well is in any kind of workplace based setting Mm. like you brought up a situation group chats Mm. i left that fuck as soon as i saw some crazy business i left and i hit you on the side i said yo you are too great for this get the fuck out of there (laughs) because i'm like yo i i don't i don't need this like y'all are bringing shit to the table here i understand i'm a fucking asset yeah Yeah. and that's something i've been able to do in all corporate settings but that's something i'm trying to understand how to do better now in like purely creative settings now too that's so Mm. smart because that's that's been a place where it's difficult because as as creatives we all understand this it's a very fucking vulnerable thing to do Mm -hmm. you do anything even if you're not making music you fucking you fucking create a logo and it's an incredibly insecure place to be because you're like yo I literally made this I gave life to yeah. something so many times I sent you it's guys like someone music and they're like kid. ah yeah that's good it's not I don't love it though and I'm just like oh sick to my stomach it's like someone talks shit about your kid fam because yeah, oh. you, you breathe life into something now you created life which is a, something creatively yeah. and now someone's talking shit about it it's like someone talks down on your kid and you're like Yo, what the fuck? I I yeah. made this. Yeah. Oh. This is yeah. this is part of my soul now that's alive, that's no. living outside of me. Bro. So I think it's Imagine important for us as creatives to exercise that shit. Light that bitch up. Light it up. Turn up that day. I don't think Amaya should talkable, bro. She's That's way too sick. That's a sick person if you do that. Yeah. Like sick in the head, not sick as in like that guy sick. Yeah. Not sick as in the religion either. Just like sick like mentally. My cute little baby. Ugh. 
it's a good baby. My little love. <laughs> oh. little love. Yo, I'm gonna send you a bunch of like fatherly tracks now. <laughs> we'll find them. I hear, I hear, I hear a couple of good ones every once in a while. And I get emotional. I'm like, damn, that's just so nice. Cute. Bro, I'm so soft now. I'm so soft. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so great. <laughs> yo, Evs, yo, when so when when Amaya first entered this world, yeah. for the first like I feel like three episodes, we would start talking to him about how he feels, and he would get to the brink of tears every episode. No, dude, that shit was the cutest so shit sweet. ever. Yo, and this is coming out of the dickhead that I know. I, Scott Isaac sent me a TikTok. I was on my break at work. Scott Isaac sent me a TikTok of like, uh, it was a couple and they were on their way to the hospital, but the, the woman was giving birth in oh, the car. Shit, yeah. So, ends up giving birth in the car. I, I don't know how they were recording all this. Because <laughs> it's, it's this era, bro. Imagine, no matter what's happening, yeah. someone's got to Like, the, she the gave her... Like, yeah, yo, content, content. <laughs> but, babe, it's content, babe. Yeah, but, um, so... Ends up giving birth in the car, Crazy. and then like they're holding the baby, and she's like she's quiet for the first little while. The baby is, or yeah, yeah, and she's like holding it, and oh, like you see like a little bit of worry on the mother's face, right? But then eventually, like the baby just lets out this loud like, Aww. like it starts crying. <laughs> yeah. Yo, as soon as that baby started crying, just... I I instantly I had to I close the app immediately. Bro. <laughs> I closed it immediately because I was about to cry, like. Luckily, I was in my car on my break. I just oh happened to be sitting gosh. in my car and just eating my lunch. And then, oh my so god, yes. I was about to, man. I was about to cry. And I'm like, I told this guy, don't ever send me shit like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I was in my workplace, oh come on, I gotta be hard body at work. You <laughs> think I'm soft, man? But yeah, those tears, those are that comes from such a real place. Oh like, my god, you see your, you see your daughter there. You see your girlfriend, yeah, and, and I like, just like, it's just, I relived yeah. like when Amaya was born. Like yeah. that's what it was for me. Like I relived Crazy. that whole moment, and then like. Just like also seeing the panic on their face at first oh was gosh. like terrifying, oh gosh, yeah. right? Yeah. Or skips like twelve beats. Um, Crazy. Aside from all that, I wanted to ask you guys about um, because we are very new, like as a nation, or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, how do you guys feel about the? I feel like the GTA is driving creatives outward and away from the hub of where creativity should be taking place. I don't, I don't blame them. I don't blame creatives for doing that. I blame creative entrepreneurs for doing that, though. Hmm. I think that's a more on the business-minded people. Y- you, it's business-minded if, people, if you, for sure. If you look at this shit, if you look at where we're at right now, and you recognize the lack of infrastructure that exists, and this is in every single creative discipline. Like, it's the loudest in the music industry because the music industry is literally the loudest because it's auditory, and you get to see them more, right? Like, it just, it just is what it is. But this is across the board. If anyone really gets, like, a really good gig, if, if you end up... On the on set of something like a really good film set, and you get close with like a director, what are you what you're about to do is use that connect and go get the get your ass to fucking L.A. and you leave, mm. and now you're no, there. But for I feel a few like months. I feel like I'm saying like in terms of like everything turning into condos, like there's nowhere there's nowhere to be mm. creative. Yeah, I mean that's but that's Everything's that's what resulted out. that's yeah. resulted that's what resulted in Soho and Tribeca. There's gonna be one of these things that is gonna happen, but again, where does that start from? It does not start from the actual creatives themselves. As much as we want to give all the credit to the creatives, it's the people who are entrepreneurs that are also creative. What do you, it's yeah. if you yeah. see this much opportunity here, like yeah. this shit is ripe for the taking. This is a great ground to be on. You're lucky and you're blessed for being born in this nation or being in this nation, living here, yeah. especially in the GTA in Ontario. And recognizing how fucked shit is, because it just takes a f- handful of motherfuckers that aren't fucked in their head to make it perfect. You can create, this can be the next Atlanta, the next creative hub. And it mm. sounds like such but a fucking fantasy. years, I feel, Because man. people aren't doing it. The business doesn't care yeah. to. 
like other labels if i was a label like a, a major label shout out universal and shout out what, what is it rca which is sony for being here but that's essentially the only two labels we have rock won't come here mm. we won't have def jam here we won't have any of these other larger labels and our biggest export isn't fucking pop music or country music although we pretend it is it's not it's fucking hip hop it's r&b we got some of the best r&b for sure with our, it, though, we yeah. have some of the sickest fucking singers here and labels don't want to enter. And if I was a label and I'm risking billions of dollars, I'm not entering yet either. Mm-hmm. We need more sub labels, like tiny labels. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the way the way Rick Rubin built out what he built out in LA and in New York. We need shit like that. We need people to come through and actually create something. But we also need them not to be dickheads. Because a lot of people that think they want to make this idea are dickheads and they don't know how yeah. to do that either. Yeah. Right? Everyone sees it. Everybody sees the opportunity. But we need the right types of people to look at it and like invest into that and put their life into that. You, we got to create the infrastructure because once you do, I promise you, the, the level of talent here is fucked. Brampton, we talk shit about Brampton all the time. Brampton is up. our fucking They're factory. Up. They're so up. We got a factory of disgustingly high level. The Kardashians. Creators. They're up. Mm. Brampton is fucked, bro. Like, literally, the, the best people out of the GTA genuinely come from Brampton. Right? Like, uh, um, again. I was born like, there by accident. I'm sick. That's why you're, that's why you're a creative goat. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah, you know, why do you think Eli moved there? Still. He realized it. <laughs> He's like, damn, I'm trying to get like that. <laughs> One thing I'm curious about is, like, like you know how, is his name Lamar? He started House? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. how do you feel about an infrastructure, or, like, an organization like House? Like I liked what they presented themselves as. They don't like the way they've... Ex- actually executed it yeah, it started off same. as what exactly I want to do with like the inclusive something inclusive yeah. like something that's actually it. a creative house yeah, yeah, yeah. now it's just a panel discussion platform and it's Maybe also it's exclusive of, like it's yeah. so hard to get in exactly and, and and what is that embodying that's embodying the King Street West culture yeah. of like clubby like super egoic middle school mentality of like nah I'm here so I can flex I'm here it, like we have a, we have a Soho house but yeah. Soho house is like it's a money thing yeah. it's, and people <laughs> that are there like you're you're a so wild big. boy for you're a oh, wild yeah, boy for being there, but everyone that was there yeah. was older. Everybody there was like the median. Oh my god, I was the youngest. Yeah, the sure. median oh, age true. was like their fucking late forties. Everyone's yeah, just like yeah. they're just people who have been around for a while, and, yeah. and they're Rob already in international big flex and big booze and know that. Yeah. And there's actually a new Bear one Duce. called Clio, which is funny because the company number four is called Clio. Clio Toronto is another exclusive, like membership only hub for creatives in Toronto. It's like Soul House 2.0. Yeah, but like to me, I think the best thing is Artscape. Seems to be the best thing so far. Yeah, like, but and that's where house House is housed. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right, because they're they're they did it the best. What is that? Daniel's Launchpad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Artscape and all that collective is doing it pretty well. And I think they're doing such an amazing job of it because like there's so much more outside of just like just music like music and video. photography yeah. and video like they They're have like a whole areas. woodworking Crazy. area yeah. cutting so jewelry, jewelry. Yeah, they have everything. absolutely yeah. everything so i went with you there and i was like dog i can run my entire career here Crazy. yeah exactly. these are all like, the things i do in yeah. one space this is sick except i i got um i applied for like some kind of program remix? and i got it was it was it it's probably remix yeah yeah no yeah. not remix not remix, was but it was something pack? house. Yeah, I was at house. Oh, okay. And oh. I got in thinking like, oh, sick, I can have access to like a studio. But it was really weird. Like you had to, um, I don't know, you had to like come in with a concept and you had to pay for the space. So you could still, yeah. you were like you were in, but then you had to like still put all these reasons, like money. Yeah, like yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I just, so I felt it, like it what was. Is it, how is that any different now in reality? In execution reality, how is that any different than like if you go down Dundas and just go to a studio? 
How is it any different? Yeah. In yeah. fact, you have to listen, deal with less dickheads, mm. right? So it's like, I, that's what that's what I'm saying. It's not it's not creative entrepreneurs entrepreneurs that are creative. Mm-hmm. You got to be mm-hmm. doing real well in business and have capital to be able to fund this shit correctly yeah. and do something where you actually have an open resource platform. I don't mind exclusivity in terms of like making sure that you vet out people who genuinely aren't talented. Because yeah. a lot of people who are hobbyists that don't really give a fuck about shit and they just want to do it because it's cool yeah. and it seems like it's a fun career path, which I promise you, get into something creative if you just think it's fun. <laughs> do it for a year and you will. I promise you will go back to school. Like yeah. it's, This is not fun. This is the hardest fucking career path. But yeah. it, we need someone that can really create something like that and then create the infrastructure for this where if you can get in that, that should be the only barrier to entry. If you can get in, if you're someone that's good enough, if you're talented enough, if you got a good enough mindset, whatever it is, you can get in and now you can utilize everything. Mm. Right? Like, if Launchpad did that model, fucking incredible. Yeah. But they don't. They're just like yeah. any other business, which yeah. I get. You know, you want to pay and there's not enough government funding. Our, what is it? Is it BMO or RBC that's doing the MVP grants? R- RBC, I think. Yeah. RBC. So, the, like, much left that idea right they still have much factor to a certain degree i guess that they're trying to bring it back mm-hmm. but now we have the mvp grants which are nice because so, companies like our banks understand that mm-hmm. td stays away from anything interesting but the the actual cooler banks like they're like yo we want to influence this we want to be part of the situation we want to be part of the conversation now mm-hmm. so it's it's starting to happen at a, at a real level where as soon as you see real capital enter you understand that the, the chat has now opened like now yeah. it's a th- time that things are really starting to form i believe within like Unless we get some, like, fucking prodigy to do this shit properly, I think probably in, like, 15-ish years, yeah. maybe 20 years, it's we're going to be one of those hubs that, like, everybody in the States is now moving to Toronto to yeah. try to get work done. Crazy. And we're gonna And because of that, because it's going to be an influx of creators that come here to do work, we're going to have then at that point our Soho Tribeca area where we just kind of fucking, I guess, go near YYZ and buy those warehouses and everyone just lives there. And now those become artist loft properties in like yeah. 50 years after crazy. that, which are way more expensive. It's so crazy. Yeah. I think the government sees it too. This is why they're trying to promote, promote like not controlling rent here and making mm. sure the rent is expensive. Mm-hmm. So young people who are sick can go fuck off into like Timmins, Ontario, wherever the hell. And go do it over there because it's still Ontario. Yeah. yeah. We're, they're trying to build Ontario's infrastructure more. So the outspread is better in the long term. It just sucks right now because we're the here GTA now. Outside shit, though. Hmm? I hmm? said outside the GTA is shit. Yeah, until it isn't, though, right? Yeah. Like, Ajax is kind of sick. If, if you find the right group of people in Ajax, Ajax is kind of sick. Mm. But otherwise, Ajax is Ajax. I don't go out there. It's not my ends. Yeah. Schwa? <laughs> Try mm, shit, mm, but yo, imagine if all of east. imagine if all of all, every single creative that we know that we actually know is sick, and even people that we know of, maybe not know personally. Imagine everyone just goes to Oshawa. Crazy. Oshawa is gonna be the spot. Yeah, then. that's so yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not about the location; it's about who's there. So let's yeah. go out to a city, make it a creative hub, <clears throat> content house. Yeah, let's go so, do that. Let's go make yeah. a content house in Kitchener for sure. Yeah, sometimes I, I feel like I'm too. on your train of thought of like better things need to happen uh, then i wonder like should we be starting it and like but then it's hard because the like, capital capital that's 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 been one of my long-term goals for my career path yeah. but it's I'll like i'll take a hundred thousand dollar loans crazy though like hundred thousand is nowhere near enough Five of us, five hundred thousand. Bro, no, you need the millions. The studio that I intern at, yeah, high capital shit. If you want like, to do it properly, I was talking to him one day, and he's like, yeah. "Yo, I started yeah. building this studio." He's like, "Yeah, probably started up at a hundred thousand dollars to start up the studio." I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" Wait, bro. which studio is this? Uh, where Key is. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, the guy that like runs the studio. He's like, yeah, yeah. and that's just started at a hundred thousand dollars. That's just the studio, and that's nothing. That's like bare bones. That's crazy. That's oh. bare bones, and that's just the studio. Yeah, this shit is not so cheap. much money, man. Spency. 
So what we gotta do as creators, if we if if, if y'all wanna be you guys wanna actually get do this shit, y'all gotta just get really good at being creative and make sure that you don't uh, leave. I'm already good at that, so. You just you just gotta be you gotta be the anchor. You gotta be like I'm not yeah. leaving until I conquer. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? You said hmm? something over there? I didn't even say a word, brother. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't think so. Come on, you know my just, words. We just gotta we my gotta be the ones lie. that are too stubborn to leave. Mm. I feel like we'll, I feel like we'll I'm be the ones that make the actual change yeah. happen because we'll bring the capital here. Then yeah, I don't think I'd ever leave. Like I feel like I mean I'm in Waterloo, but I don't feel like I would ever move to LA to be like creative. No, I like, I'll I'll do time in other places for sure. For yeah. sure. but home is home. Home is always home. Yeah, yeah, home is home. Home, home is Toronto. Yeah. I genuinely believe you're born where you're born for a fucking reason. It's mm. <laughs> a crazy statement for some people. Stuff. It's a reason. It may not be a reason we're we're happy with, but I'm talking like at a cosmic level. There's a reason. Mm. You need to learn something. Your soul needs to experience bro. it. You said what? Mine was pure luck. I just happened to be the fastest that day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's wrong with being born in Brampton, fam. My sister was born in Brampton. It's so okay. Yeah, no, I was born there by accident. The majority of our creative goats are born in Brampton. That. I was born in I, Kingston. I understand it's an accident. Kingston? Jamaica? No, I wish. Jamaica. <laughs> Yo, Yadi? Kingston, Ontario. <laughs> there you go. Go to Kingston, Ontario. Stomp, stomp the Emmy flag in the ground and be like, Yo. Queens. Yeah. Yeah. Money talks at the end of the day, guys. Yeah. My one message to young creators is get your fucking bread. Stay here. Monetize yeah. whatever and you do. Mon- no, okay. But, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. Fuck it. In this conversation, yes. Yeah. You right? gotta get bread somewhere. But yeah. and then you gotta understand at the end of the day, like there's limitations, but limitations don't exist with class. Mm. There, once you reach a certain tax bracket, nothing that is something that's holds you back holds you back anymore because you'll just buy it. Yeah. But you just gotta understand you need to buy the right shit. You don't go out and like Make your first melon buy Bugatti. Don't be a dumbass. Mm, yeah. Don't ice out your fucking Rolex unless you really want to because sometimes you need to treat yourself. And that's okay too. Yeah. So, okay, Emmy, real nice. real quick though, I do have a question for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, your dad's a creative. He, yeah, he works at Amazon. But he's, I don't a, know. But he's a creative though. Like, that's how you got. Like, yeah. He's not like the standard immigrant dad who's like, no, lawyer, doctor, engineer, any of that. No, no, no. So, how did, how did your parents deal with, like, how, how was it for you, like, when you, like, told them because that's a real conversation for children immigrants mm. telling your parents like yo so by the way i'm gonna be creative that's how such that, a good question i feel like my this is just my understanding of like my family life and my parents i don't know if they've ever like shared this but um i don't feel like my mom enjoyed her childhood very much i feel like she went through a lot she left iran during the revolution she went to spain for a vacation and then her family was like her parents were like jokes you're never going back home we're going to Canada so I think she was hit with a lot of harsh realities and never felt like she did what she wanted to do growing up (laughs) um and same with my dad like my dad had a little more time to like explore what he wanted to do he lived in the Philippines he lived in Nigeria he lived in Saskatchewan like he had time to travel and experience life and stuff but like I feel like my mom was very much like I want to give my kids like the freedom or the choice that maybe I never had. So when mm. I came to them to be like, okay, I'm going to go into an arts program and I'm going to be like the photographer for this like rapper. And I want to like drive all the, all around the GTA and like do photography and be creative. They were like, just make sure you charge for your work. Like that's <laughs> like the number. One. And I never nice. even did that properly, which is like a whole other conversation. But like, I think they were more just like, do what makes you happy, but, like, just have a plan. Like, don't do it mindlessly. Just make sure yeah. you know what you're doing. Um, and honestly, I think, like, I feel like I, I might have been in a better financial position had I planned better or, like, 
maybe went to school for something else but had this more of like a full side hobby because I, I did go to school for like arts I didn't really do anything like um like what exactly did you go to school for uh global studies at Laurier, so I think that was just like in, kind of like international she just got relations. Perspective. Yeah, you know, we thought about the world and stuff. And like the no, UN. that's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but it started out like it started out, and I actually interned at the UN a couple summers. I went to New York. It was a lot of fun. Like I felt like, oh, I'm gonna be a that's like huge intern. Yeah, Oh yeah, I just interned at like the hub of reality yeah. in the world because <laughs> it just felt like I was I was interning at some like NGOs here in Waterloo I was studying international relations I was applying to like UN internships like very short lived ones like only a couple months whatever I feel like you probably know some crazy shit huh oh I, I had I was sitting in a panel in like in little literally middle of Manhattan and there was this guy who had been to Rwanda just around the time of the genocide so at like 94 and he was talking about he, so he was one of the UN peacekeepers and he was talking okay. about how he went and like went on a tour of one of the schools in Rwanda and um there was like a girl there in like this sunflower dress and he said like he immediately noticed her because he um she reminded him of his daughter so he thought like this person just kind of stood out to him and then they were doing a few days later they were going around so they did a tour of the school whatever and then um he was there for a few weeks and then he eventually did like a tour of a mass grave and he saw that dress like obviously oh like gosh. on her body like in that mass grave and he like he said it was at that moment that he just felt like what am I doing like we're peacekeepers and we did nothing and he later learned that like after they came to the school for the tour the soldiers marched in shortly after their car pulled out and like massacred everyone so like oh he had God. a moment of like what am I doing like I'm a UN peacekeeper what am I actually peacekeeping like this yeah. person this, these children, like they're dead. Like there was nothing. We, we just toured the school. Like there I have was no protection. Exactly, taken no, action, yeah. no protection. And it was funny because he was explaining his moment, and then I was there thinking about my moment of like, wow, I was so focused on like, oh yeah, I'm interning at the UN. I'm studying this. I'm sitting here in my like business suit with my Jeez, iPad and my like. I just suit. felt like. I was I was on this level of like oh I'm sick like I interned at the UN like I was thinking so much about the optics of what I thought I wanted and I mm. actually thought like I'm I wouldn't be helping anyone I would be him I would be like working towards someone who like wouldn't even have impact like yeah and that was my turning moment of like I remember I was alone I remember going back to my hotel calling my mom because I was the only person who could make it right and I was just crying and I was like I don't know what I'm doing here and she was like stay an extra week. And just, like, take your camera out and just do what you do. Like, mm. don't think about this. She's like, you take things too. She's like, you're very sensitive. You take things very personally. Like, just just don't think about it and just, like, enjoy your time there. And that was, like, almost what I needed because I was like, you know what? Fuck this program. I'll finish it. But, like, I'm not going to do what I thought I wanted to do. And then I came back with this new perspective of, like, I'm just going to do what I love. Because at the end of the day, like, if I can find a way to help or, like, impact someone with something that makes me happy, which is, like, mm -hmm. photography or art or design, that's better than being, like, a, like, I don't know, some kind of a UN or, like, yeah. NGO person who, like, didn't seem to have any actual, like, impact. There's greater chance of you having impact doing what you love. Exactly. Because my heart's be, in it. Like, in that position, yeah. yeah like, I, 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 didn't, I didn't feel like, like, right now with... Like, when I go out to a photo shoot or when I'm here, I feel like I'm authentically myself. Like, yeah. down from the shoes I wear to the camera I hold You're to, like, the attitude, the, <laughs> the attitude that okay, I have. Like, okay. it's very much me. But I felt like if I was going to be 
um, in that other path, like I'd be wearing things that didn't feel like me. I'd be doing things that just felt like, oh yeah, I should do this. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, there's like yeah. the optics of these career paths. And so um, I think they felt that I was a very like emotional and vulnerable and sensitive person. And they were just like, like, this is what she's got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear about all your stories. Shout out to moms. Yeah, she's special. She's special. But like, how did you guys like, I mean, we're all, obviously we're not white. Like, how did you tell your uh, well, your, actually, your yeah, immigrant white, parents? So. Or, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Everybody's got in his room, no cap. I'm sorry. No cap. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? No like, how did mama. you explain to them, like, I want to be... <laughs> he was innocent! <laughs> I'm sorry, was that Come a on, answer? that's disgusting. <laughs> Despicable. <laughs> oh, shit. For me, for me, <laughs> I've always been... Uh, I think my path is a little bit easier because... Uh, Your network? I, hmm? Your network is huge? No, nah, nothing mm. to do with... Anyways. Um, but I've always been business-oriented. Like, I was selling, like, my lunch. Mm. Like, any way I can get money without, like, crossing, like, a moral line. Like, I would... Moral... Unless you need to A moral... A moral line, like, I'd more or less do. Like, some, like... Name something. Morals are subjective. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like some, pe- like my mom paid her hard money to make, like money to buy lunch for me. Like selling lunch, my dad might something like oh, that's not that's not that's like wrong. You know why would you sell your lunch? Like, you know, but like, I would do that. Like I, I'm not thinking. You twice. got your mom's money back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> double that. Yeah. So Jeez. I've always. I've Did you always... give her back to her? One day, one day. Operation cost. Another ways. One day, one day I'll make it back to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but. <laughs> They were always very supportive. I know I always say this. The one thing that really sparked my love was um, at middle school, they had like a create your own business day. And uh, I was talking to a, a salesperson and he like sold airplane parts. He's like, I make commission. Like if a part's 300,000, I get 1%. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, that's so much. Oh my God, that's so much fun. And I, I, I lost it there. Like I hate sales though. Like unfortunately, like I'm good at it, but I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like I don't want my life to rely on sales, but they're always really supportive about like, Doing what makes you happy, even to a point where if you're like, yo, if you're not if you're not happy in like the program you're in, like it's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't don't just sit in it if it's not gonna make you happy. So mm. they're really supportive, and even even to this day, like when I'm making ribs, like my mom will wash the dishes for me. Like, oh, damn. like oh. my dad will get like I'm like, oh dad, you're going to Costco? Uh, Want to give me some foil? Like I pay him back for the yeah. foil. But, like little little things like that. Like they're yeah. not gonna be like, oh, go to Costco yeah. yourself or go wash those dishes. You know, they're like really supportive. Yeah, like my dad so used to beautiful. joke around about like, oh. Like, you get paid, like, storage fees because I have all these boxes of hoodies <laughs> in the basement. Like, But they've, like, my basement's a mess. I have, like, yeah. barbecue sauce and empty boxes. And, like, I, I feel like other parents would be like, get out of my house with all that, you know? But, yeah. like, they're really, like, you know, like, as long as you're doing something you're happy with, like, they got my back 100%. Damn. So, I feel beautiful. like that's Good very people, different, man. very different from other people's experience. For sure, for sure. So, like, I'm there. I am I think I'm an anomaly of support. Yeah. I don't know actually. what I would do if, like... I was in that position where, like, my parents weren't supportive of whatever mm. it was That's I wanted nuts. to do. You'd be, you'd be like, in I some imagine. job you don't like. You'd, like, hate yourself. Yeah, I mm. honestly couldn't imagine. Yeah. Like, What was your mom's, like, reaction when, or, like, in general, when you, like, came uh, and you said, like, I don't know how it looked like, but what was it like? She was always just, she was for, like, I remember specifically um, when I left to go to Arizona, like, the week that I left. Uh, so this was 20 early 2012 um i remember she just looked at me and she said like yeah like you know 
you're leaving to go play basketball, but like, you know, I don't think like I don't think that's your 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 end route. Yeah. And I'll never forget that. She doesn't even remember saying it to me. But like I'll never forget that. And I just feel like, you know, I felt like she was like in the in the moment I didn't necessarily feel like she was right, but like as I grew, like mm. I started to understand and realize I'm like, Yeah, like you're right. Like, you know, like it just wasn't necessarily like all everything that in was involved in that process just like wasn't for me, I felt like. And so um when I came back from Arizona and I decided that I wanted to make music, like she was all for it and she was just like, you know, make sure that you work at it and you know, just yeah, be yourself and yeah, she I don't I don't know, man. She was just very accepting of what I wanted to do. And my dad was like very my my dad is a very like passive, like laid back guy. So like he he was like he would encourage me to do whatever I wanted to do, but at the same time he was like coming from his like background and what he's known his whole life. He's also like, Yeah, you should go to school and learn a trade and like so like he would he would say those things to me, but like ultimately like when he started to suggest those things, like I was at an age where like I was confident in what I wanted to do. And I knew that like, mm-hmm. this is it for me. Yeah. Like, I just have to find the path. I don't know where it's going to take me, but like, this is it. But like, and he was, he, he was like, yeah, like, you know, once again, just work hard at what you're doing. And, you know, in case that doesn't work out, like you should go to school for this, like become a carpenter. And I'm just like, yeah, but it's yeah. crazy how your mom like saw you though. Like she saw you for yeah, what she thought, you know, yeah, you, you yeah. Were... It was very, it was such because like I was like 16, 17 at the yeah. time, and it was like just a, such a such a weird, out of the blue thing for her to say because I was like my entire life had, had yeah. been basketball up until yeah. that point, right? Like, yeah. so, but yeah, I'll never forget it. And I mean, she was right, so yeah, mm-hmm. here we are. It's weird, sorry, sorry, before you go, it's weird because I feel like we all have like mad supportive parents yeah yeah well, like yeah it's nuts like people don't have that people have like your doctor lawyer or, like you're out of my house mm. type yeah. and i feel like we all have like parents that are like yeah do this like i love this like just have a plan yeah. or like yeah. work or it's whatever awesome. izzy what about you i want to gas my mom because i know she's gonna be listening to this like anyone that knows my mom knows my mom is the fucking coolest like yeah, she's, she's just so, so cool sweet. so yeah. oh, i'm lisa <laughs> Me, Wait, what's like, her name? What's her name? Lisa. Lisa. You know her name. You know her name is Lisa Simpson. How crazy is that? Um but yeah, no, I think my mom is just super cool. Like she's just such a cool person and she's always just had this like this like just quiet confidence in me, you know? And I think that like mm-hmm. she's never had to like she's never discouraged me from anything. And as a matter of fact, she just encourages me to just try it all, you know? Mm-hmm. And like for me, like I'm somebody who I'm not a I'm not a um, I'm not a or person. I'm an and person, mm. and so I don't think that like I've to this point found like the one thing that I'm just gonna buckle down and just like do that and that only. It's like a and and then and and then and and that's just gonna be like the path for the rest of my life. And so um, I think obviously my mom knows her son, and that's just who I am, and that's who I've always been. So that's just the confidence that she's kind of like instilled in me to kind of just try and fuck up and just do things and do well and and build character and uh, build resilience and just continue on that that um you know personality and, and character path more so than a career path because the personality and the and the character reflects in the career stuff mm-hmm. so totally. yeah i think that's that's been my thing for sure 
Um, and that's, you know, been uh, kind of instilled and inspired in me from from my mom. So, yeah, hopefully she's not Shout listening to this. Shout out mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Shout out mom. Shout out Lisa. She's living her best life Shout in Mexico. Mom. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. She pulled up on Chopper and said, what it is, Nick? <laughs> what you got for me? <laughs> um, for me, I've always been creative as fuck and I didn't realize this until way later on <laughs> like oh, that's crazy so fucking creative like, it, just, it, just, it just oozes out of my fucking pores <laughs> what a crazy way to say that. <laughs> so, I needed to start with a wild opener because everyone's being mad emotional and cute about shit I'm, like, I'm just gonna come through like a dickhead <laughs> I had to I had to bounce it out um, but like I've also been always very very good at school so it was, it was weird because it was always like I was taught in the line and like even as a little kid, I remember there'd be like those things where like like in elementary school they ask you like, oh, draw a picture and write a little passage or like a paragraph of what you want to be when you grow up. I wasn't anywhere close to what I said I wanted to be when I grew up. At a certain point, I said I wanted to be a fucking surgeon just because I thought it was cool. I was like, that seems like a sick title. Mm. I didn't really understand what surgeons did. I was like, this is grade one or some shit. I was like, it just sounds cool. <laughs> Right, and they asked for me to draw a picture. I remember the picture. Yo, I spent time. I wrote it mad quick, and I wrote it really well. But the fucking picture was fucked. I looked like I worked for like, like an organ market, like the black market. Yeah, like I I drew. I drew like a vent on behind me. There was like a light that was hanging off a string. There was me wearing like a fucking like a like a rubber uh, like a apron. And like holding like a saw. Yeah, this, guy's, be a surgeon. this guy's harvesting organs for sure. Yeah. I didn't realize what the optics were of that. But it's cool because I, I thought about that. So the, you got a call home that day. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Because I wrote it well. And she's like, oh yeah, I think you can. She's like, it's an interesting picture. I remember her saying that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I like colored it and shaded it and all that. Hey, Travis. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so it was always an interesting conversation with parents because they would see how well I do in school and be like, yo, so this guy is, this guy's a guy. This guy's gonna be lawyer, doctor, engineer. Mm. And my parents are fucking traditional as hell, right? Mm. Or at the time they were. And so that was always the thing for me to do. They're like, yo, you're, you're, you're too smart to do anything that's not this shit. Mm. So they would always just tell me to do that. And at a certain point, I kind of distanced myself from everybody. I was going through depression at a very young age. And through this time, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty much on the dolos mentally, obviously not physically, but mentally. So I, I went through all of that and, Still did incredibly in school and started doing creative shit just on the side for myself. Just shit that didn't feel creative, right? Like, but it was... Technically, I look back and I was like, damn, I deadass been designing logos and shit since I was like in fucking grade six. I've been... I didn't do photography until way later, but that was the first thing I did because it stemmed from drawing and I started drawing digitally. Started doing that when I was a kid. I didn't realize that. And then I got into school with the idea of becoming a lawyer, right? My sister became... My sister went to school for for like law and she's like yo this is fucking incredible and I'm like you know what that guy inspires me I think I could be a sick lawyer me and her argue all the time and I always win so that means I'd probably be a better lawyer too <laughs> I'm like I could probably be a lawyer because I can hold up in, in my house the only way you can like the only way my parents could win an argument was just to make her cry but if you were really going bar for bar with her she would bar you like you're not gonna win those but I won those so I'm like alright cool let me try doing this shit so I went to school for I went to Waterloo for a Waterloo uh <laughs> I went to school for legal studies for Damn. literally the course of two months. I did the first series of like tests or exams and I did really well. And I was like, yo, this shit mad boring. So I did a practice LSAT, did like Damn. obnoxiously good at that. And I was like, yo, if I'm this good at this shit and I already don't like it, I'm not doing this. Mm. So I stopped doing that. I switched over to philosophy and sociology. I switched over to a dual degree. And 
picked up a camera. And that's when everything changed. Damn. Shout out Ryan one time. Because he, he's a, Jeez, that, was my, that was my roommate at the time. He went to Laurier. So I, I also didn't live on campus. Oh, so okay. I was never around first years. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I was, I was, I, I lived in, I lived like across the street from Laurier, but I went to Waterloo. Mm-hmm. 64 Marshall. Mm-hmm. Let's Damn, go. I'm literally across, yeah. Yeah. So that's where I lived. And be, being as like just good at school shit, I never went to class. I never needed to. I skipped, I, <laughs> I skipped two thirds of high school. Like, I went to class 33% of the time. Crazy. In grade 11 and grade 12. And, uh, yeah, so that was cool. But, <laughs> so I was still doing that shit. And then I, I saw Ryan, like, taking pictures. I'm like, yo, that shit mad cool. Teach me this. And he's like, all right, cool. So I ended up f- becoming friends with this old fucking guy over the course of, like, a 10-second conversation, or a 30, sorry, 10-minute conversation at, like, a record shop in Waterloo. Uh, it was, like, a bookstore and a record shop. And he's like, yo, your buddy's got a camera. Do you want one? I was like, yes. Whoa. Literally, yes. And he's like... Um, come to my house and I will give you my camera because I don't use it anymore. He's like, I got it when I was a little, like Damn. when I was young. He's like, and I haven't really touched it since like the fucking 80s. And I was like, all right, bet. And then I thought about it. Like, this is an old white man in Waterloo. I don't know what's about to happen. So I pulled up with Ryan and we went and I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just you know, shit pops off, shit pops off. Let's see what happens. He's, a, he's like a frail old white man. Who knows what, his, what type of time is on. Nicest guy ever. Shout out David. Hope you're still alive. Um, he's like, I, I tried to give him money for the camera. He refused to take it. So I instead of bought him coffee. And I, I took that camera and I literally never looked back since. And from that point, I realized that I could do photography as like a thing. And I had like a natural knack for it. I wasn't great at it at all. I was fucking shit. But I had a knack. And I dropped the fuck out. I was like, fuck this. So I dropped out. I did that. Um, and all of this time, my parents were fucking chaotically freaking out. Oh, shit. Because they're like, yo, you're the, you're the one that's like naturally fucking smart. Like, why oh, are you shit. doing this shit? Yeah. So it it was a battle for a long time. And I think I probably get this from my mom, but she needs a proof of concept to understand something. Mm-hmm. And I do too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I essentially took that a uh, year and a half-ish, or yeah, a year and a half-ish off of school and just turned an opportunity that was a little smaller into something that was larger mm-hmm. and kind of grew this business. Did well, did a bunch of interesting things. And she's like, okay, you know what? Your dad's freaking out, but you, you're you smart enough to be good at whatever you want to do. If this is what you want to do, just make sure you do it well. So, I, like, do your thing, I guess. She's like, but you should probably finish school. Because she's like, that's that's my one thing I want for me to finish school. I, I'm not doing that, by the way. And so then I did that for a year. I went to school again for a year. And my dad's like, finally, this guy's not being a fucking dumbass. And then I dropped out again. And I got the biggest opportunity of my life at the time. And I started just, I, I literally haven't looked back since. And I think as of maybe two to three years ago, Probably three years ago at this point. Now they're finally okay. Like, he specifically finally gets it. He doesn't understand what I do. This guy has no fucking concept of what it is that Mm. I do. And my mom's like, he does shit. And she's like, Do you ever like show him, like, yo, dad, I did this? It doesn't, doesn't, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't translate to him. He's just like, he just, my dad's a very interesting man. He's a, he's a very funny dude, mm. but he just he just he looks accept, at shit. he accepts it like he accepts that this is what you do. He just kind of shrugs at. It. He's like, ah, right, as long as you get your bread, cool. <laughs> but then like periodically he'll still like to this day be like, yo, so like you only got like a year left in school. Why don't you just go back to school? <laughs> or like, yo, you should try doing this. Yeah. Yo, you should open up a business doing this. Yo, try doing that. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, I barely have time to sleep. Like I'm so busy doing yeah. the things that I actually do. How do you yeah. not recognize this yet? <laughs> But yeah, so I, like out of the out of the what is this five of us? Mm-hmm. Out of the five of us, I feel like I've had probably the most traditional in the room. Mm-hmm. Still not very traditional and like on the spectrum of things, but more traditional like experience with parents accepting this shit. Yeah. For me, I'm just a hard ass. I'm way too fucking stubborn. Mm. And like it, another thing about me is, if if people tell me to do something more than once, I'm now almost 
guaranteed to not do it just off of pros- like off of principle of mm-hmm. you've told me to do it more times mm-hmm. than I want to now. Damn. So now I'm just not going to do those. it. Yeah, but it worked out in my favor. One of those. <laughs> it worked out in my favor. And I was quoted to my dad too. I told him like, as a little kid, you taught me something. You taught me don't ever listen mm. and follow anybody else's lead. You have to like find your own way in life. Yeah. He That's taught me key. that. Yeah. He didn't think that applied to him though. He thought that because he's my dad, he gets to like he's in, on the inner circle. Like nah. I was like, I literally just run my own life, and this is the only way I live. So that's how that's how I ended up where I'm at now. Yeah. Nice battles. I like battles though. I like challenges. I hate them. Oh, I love challenges. Not me. I'm like, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Life is easier without them. This guy you challenge yourself for no reason consistently. <laughs> Volume one and two is out right now. Hey. <laughs> what? I said nobody wants to argue more than you do. That's not true. You argue more than I do. No fucking. You guys For are sure. No, 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 no. The difference no between way. you two is that I don't think he he doesn't relish okay. for the argument. I feel and like all I, don't, I don't go push. I don't go yeah. pushing for arguments. No, yeah. no. You will be yeah. like here for it. Like, well, let's you, do it. If you bring it to Izzy, Izzy will literally out. refuse hear to back out. down at any point. If I said. Dima will go out of his way to find them. Yes. Hear me <laughs> out. I said. He argues more than I do, and immediately he said, "No, no, I don't." Because <laughs> you, no. you brought the argument. Yeah, but see, what did you do? You I started the argument. I just you started. It. He went out of my way. Fact. Fact. Yeah, he went out of I went out of my way. That's a plain <laughs> fact. That's a simple fact. That's a simple fact. Not, there's, a, there's a glaring difference. Yeah, there's a huge difference. He okay, doesn't and go, so, and he even go if, searching for it. Even if I do like to argue, so what? See, look, that's about that argument. So what? Even in defeat, he refuses. It just makes you stronger. You know. Yeah, and I'm dumb strong. Father strength. That doesn't continue. How's the sciatica? Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. I still, I I still go guy, to work. I see this guy crawling on the floor. <laughs> uh, still, oh, I'm, I'm, went to work off some painkillers. First shift. Jeez, got hired. Man. I'm sick. I was got an intern hired. at that time. And I got hired. Hired. <laughs> you see it. But, yeah. I think... Uh, that was that was that was dope, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's a blessing that we have such um, accepting parents. Yeah, it's nuts because yeah. like, it's I don't think the major I don't think we're in the majority at all. Mm-hmm. It's, but with, yeah, with which immigrant, is crazy. With immigrant parents, I should say mm-hmm, at least. Mm-hmm. I feel like with immigrant parents that were taught like, like like you said like certain career paths, or you can only do this. Like every one of my aunts is a nurse. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, all if my mom wasn't the way she was. I would be on some real Kyle shit. On some real Steven shit, for sure. <laughs> on some real Bradley shit, for sure. I, th- I think there's pros I think there's pros and cons to being traditional, but I just feel like at a certain point, you got to let your children, you know, find themselves. Yeah, I feel like at a Times certain change. point. Yeah. yeah. At a certain point, it's like, there's only so much you can do as a parent. Like, your kid just grows up. and Yeah. Even, like, growing up in a religious household, like, I've seen my brother's are not religious anymore my parents have had a hard time with it and like I think at a certain point like you just you like they reach an age where they're aware of everything and they have opinions and they have beliefs and perspectives that like as much as you might have tried to like raise them in those like they'll just you go into the end of the day it's not that. The and there's so much more yeah. access to things that yeah. could possibly just, change your beliefs it's yeah. so crazy that like I feel like so many parents so many traditional or immigrant parents don't realize that they're kids lives aren't theirs yeah you know yeah, yeah. i think that's the biggest issue out of all of them i like, think that's just passed down because they probably feel like their life wasn't theirs you know yeah it's yeah. just it's what they're taught it's tradition yeah, yeah. so sometimes like the I whole get, point the whole point why they came to the west or whatever is that, to, exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah but i feel like 
it's it's in it's like in them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, if anything, I feel like we might be that generation. Be like, okay, like we're done with that. Like, because yeah. we see it. Like they're like the halfway. Yeah. Like they're the step well, like, for us. I feel like yeah. a, a lot of those parents are like, so they've moved here and they are giving their child like the access to to certain things that they weren't able to do when they were kids. But mm-hmm. like, it crosses a certain line f- for them at a specific point. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, as their children get older, where it's like, okay, now you're not upholding our culture yeah mm. and that's where things kind of get lost in translation yeah. like there's a difference between you they know they signed up for like 10 percent of this not the 100 mm-hmm. yeah and then they yeah. get hit with the 90 they're like what yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that, that's why i believe that we're gonna be like the, the generation to be like the chain breakers your dreams, yeah. bro yeah. go yeah. crazy <laughs> like i'm not gonna no, be... i know what my dreams are tennis star. <laughs> <laughs> number one tennis star she's gonna be sick hey bro start from now f- fighter i don't know you're gonna fight her. King Richard. <laughs> hey, bro. I, I He's just, already I, named after one called king. Me king Dick. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Shout out to Jerry. Huh? Shout out to Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I cause I, I look at I look at parents like like my parents, they're like I guess they like beginning stage of their life. They were like in a different country. So I and their parents are very traditional, you know? But I think the traditional to a like a, a level, and I feel mm. like we're gonna be like almost not even traditional at all. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they're like fifty percent, and then yeah. we're gonna be like the zero, the ten. Yeah. you know, and we're just yeah. gonna let our kids like chase their dreams. Like, if you're seven, you, you know, you want to do X, Y, and Z, go yeah. right ahead. Like, but there's certain oh. things that they're like, no, 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 no. But this I feel is like what, we're going to be like super we're the supportive. Reason it becomes like Canada becomes a mixing pot versus the food salad that it is right now. Mm. You know, like you ever you ever meet people that are like that's offensive. <laughs> the fruit salad. Do you, do you recognize the difference? <laughs> the though? fruit salad that it is. Do you recognize the difference? In the mixing pot, you boil it all together, it becomes one thing. But the fruit salad, you see each different fruit in the salad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. That's but this is not my phrasing. Know. This is a phrase that I've been. I bang with a fruit salad. I can't lie. Fruit. Yeah, it goes crazy. Yeah. Fruit salad goes crazy. But, like, you ever meet people that are from, like, that are immigrants or, like, children of immigrants in the, in the States? They're no longer that culture. They're just from the States. Like, they just yeah, behave yeah, so yeah. fucking differently. Yeah. Like, meeting Punjabi people from the States, bro, the you, you I barely can tell that, like, they are You gotta Punjabi. assimilate. Yeah, it's because America's culture is that strong. Right? It's, and they're older as a nation. Red, red, and blue. Yeah. But, and then we're, we're getting there as a, as a nation. We're still pretty fucking brand new. 1864. 80s, bro. 80s is when we really got our own personality as a nation. Prior to that, we were just the, the fucking taint of the UK. Don't say that. We were. If anything, I were just the taint of the States, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's not true. I mean, I mean, maybe in the GTA, I don't think that's true, because I feel like the GTA is mad Caribbean. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's mad closer to the UK than it is to the States, I feel. Would you rather your laws be more like the States or the UKs? UKs. UKs. But so, yeah, yeah, what? to a certain degree. I like guns. <laughs> <laughs> guns are cool. Guns are cool. Those are fun. But they're yeah. not even like as they're not legal in it. Like like it's like in Florida is different from New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so like yeah. it varies state to state, which I also think is very confusing. That shit is that shit sucks. Yeah. The whole state yeah. system is fucking sucks. It's I, I can carry a gun across <clears> state <throat> lines and like go to jail because I have a a weapon in a state open. Like it's just so confusing. Like, I'm yeah. like in between two like. You'll go from one state where it's you're allowed to open carry, the next state over beside it. You're on an interstate, you get pulled over. Like, yeah. we have an unsealed weapon, yeah. nope, jail. 
And then the state that's on the other side of that is like, yeah, open carry is fine. They're like, oh, you think you need a license for a gun here? No, it's constitutional <laughs> carry here. <laughs> you can walk around with the bazooka on your back. You're good. Uh, shout out to South. <laughs> yeah, nah. I can't I shout those guys out. I can't shout those guys out. That is a wild shout out. That is a wild shout out. It's a couch. It's a couch. It's a couch. This guy went full Confederate on us for what? So, how do you feel about cotton? How do I feel about cotton? Yeah. It's an old school textile. I preferred tech fabrics. Answer. That's a really good answer. There's like really cool tech fabrics, like for like workout gear, <laughs> so where a, they imbue silver, literal great, strings of silver. It's a great answer. They put silver in your pants, so then when you when your balls get hot and you sweat, it disinfects it because silver oh, is antibacterial. What? Yeah, silver, silver, and I think bronze as well, antibacterial. Really? But bronze is bad for skin, but silver isn't. So they put silver in like really, really high end like sportswear. Tech fleece? You, no. Oh, okay. Tech fleece is tech fleece. But yeah. <laughs> I don't read the labels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Damn. I had a so yo guys, guys, before before so Emmy's in the washroom now, before she comes back. What do y'all think about KD just being that. mad so private. Oh my gosh. <laughs> As a black man, Might I'm, as well get this one out of the way. I'm, real quick. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, has to be, saddened. Has to be skin condition. Yeah, has to like be couch, real life. <laughs> <laughs> man, a man said it looks like an aerial picture of a lake. <laughs> Uh, icy lake. It has to be a skin condition. Fam, I showed my is... parents and they didn't even know what they're looking at. Yo, that's I, me. I, I had to zoom in. They're like, oh. Mom there's, was like, no. There's no way. No. There's no way. I'm like, my mom said I was edited. I'm like, no. He they really posted a like picture a of the shoe. Yeah. And Damn. Isaiah Thomas pointed it out that he was that dry. There's no Yo, Isaiah Thomas way. a wild boy has to, be, that. has to be skin condition. Has to be. I just feel no I, I just said the best. Have you ever seen his head top? I just, yeah. That, I just said the best. A guy that doesn't brush his hair probably doesn't lotion his legs. Like it's, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not, not that far fetched. It's not no that far fetched. If you're not brushing your hair it's like that, not, you're probably not. That, it's not. But fam, or he's the like, type of nigga that like you lotion. Ever. You lotion what you see, so you lotion his elbows. But he's wearing. Uh, like, he's not his socks are high enough to guard the ash. You know, he doesn't give a fuck about anything lotion but basketball and Twitter. Is fam. crazy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I've been <laughs> I've been a lotion when you see type got my youth. I'm not gonna lie. For sure, I done it. My KD, my ankles are white as hell. Don't catch me late to work. I was a grade eight December day. I remember that. I'll never forget this day. Grade eight December day. Nigga, I had my long johns on, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm blessed." We were playing. We were playing basketball in gym class. Got hot, eh? No, no, I didn't get hot, but I got fouled. Niggas fouled me. I fucking ended. I think my leg ended up hitting the. the bench. Mm. My little hit the bench. Oh, I pulled up my, my long johns and my my skin was so ashy. Nigga, I was bleeding out that bitch. Oh. <laughs> I, I saw that KD photo and it brought back some dark memories. So, but my, my lowest ashy moment, I'll never forget. My grandma, I'll just say, you know, like, lotion before you leave the house. It's My mom and my grandma are paranoid. Like, well, lotion before you leave the house just in case anything happens and, like, you're in an ambulance. You don't want to be ashy. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Yo, that is such a dude. Like, 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 if, if like on your deathbed, you want to make sure your legs are lotion. Like, maybe that's why I hate yeah, lotion. That's why they always, yeah, that's like in movies, it'd be like, oh, I always have a fresh pair of underwear on. Just yeah, yeah. Like, like, I'm like, I hate, if I'm shot in my leg, I think the least of the words, I hate, oh, that nigga's ass shit. Like, I hate to do this to my dog, bro. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I remember this one time in high school. Uh, I think it was like early morning, bro. And I... Like, I just got to school, and I was, like, walking up to LaShawn or something. And I see this oh nigga's, like, biting his hand or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? Like, what is he doing? He was using the saliva. <laughs> oh, no! 
I don't know. I, I, but but I know the ones. No, I don't have a first. No, I don't no, have a first. No, no, I don't have. No, like no, the webbing in my hand here. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb dry. No, no, bro. Uh, you should never do that. Yeah. Makes it no. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh my yes. But just like the desperation of like just slobbering. That nigga was just brazen though. He did that. He did that just out in public. Like so. Come on. At least try and be a little sneaky about it. I never forget, bro. This Holy is this fuck. is 20, 2015 or twenty six. Well, anyways, I was at a, I was at my physical. My doctor haven't been to one since because I, I was scarred. Did it make you but, cough? No, no. I was like fifteen. So, but anyways, uh, my, I, my your parents are all like lotion up. I'm like, anyways, I'm just going to whatever and get check my ear, check my knee, bounce back, whatever, whatever right? So then, she, like my legs were like totally out of lotion, dog. Like I fresh out the shower out of lotion, and she's like, okay, like we gotta like make sure you have like two testicles, or whatever. You can just take your pants off right now. I'm like. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I gotta know if I was worried about the checking of my balls or like that my legs are like white as shit. But she was, she was a white lady so like I felt so uncomfortable with oh my ashy my ass gosh. legs. My little ashy ass legs. <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting on the paper like the paper like covering the bed. My little ashy nah. legs like my knees are so white. <laughs> Nothing is That was what you were worried about. Yes, yes, Nothing yes. Nothing is worse than that, yes, bro. Yes, oh yes. Just being in a, like a, a medical setting and you're just worried about something other than the actual <laughs> Problem yeah. at the time. That's oh like when God. that's like when women get like a pap smear and like you didn't wax and you're you're not even worried. Oh, I never like, even thought about that. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Man, it's been the pandemic. Like so many women are probably in that position where they're like need to get a physical. Mm. So the doctor needs to go up there and test shit, but you're like yeah, thinking, yeah. oh shit, I didn't wax today, or like I didn't shave or whatever, and like yeah. you're just self conscious, but like they don't give a shit. For sure, I'm <laughs> sure this is worse. I'm sure this is worse. Yeah. That's what I always talk it down. I'm like, yo. I know you're, you're these aren't the worst. The worst. Yeah. It's not the worst. It's yeah. not the worst. Some I might be are down by right nasty. now in my life, yeah. but I'm not down by in that guy's life. That guy yeah. dealt with it. Yeah. So oh. I from like from ever since I like I've like I've started like I've had a girlfriend, you know. I've I've been more steady with my lotioning, you know. Because like before, like I used to be like type of nigga, like I best the summer like I'll lotion like my I'll, like my elbows, whatever, like my arms, whatever. But like if I'm wearing like you know like ankle socks or high socks, like you yeah. know like. I'll just, you know, lotion up to the tip of the sock, maybe, maybe a little, <laughs> maybe, maybe like a little bit below, like the, it gets nah. my sock rolls down a little bit. For I mean, I'm like, I'm already down there, bro. I might as well just, yeah. you know? how do you, how do you stop? How do you be like, this is exactly the amount of lotion I'm using right now? You know, so, so my, my, my I just looking at you with so much disgust. <laughs> no, it's, funny. No, no. it's funny because like, I used to be like, when I was like, when my like, like 13, like 12, whatever. I was like, it was a joke. Like, people used to like, oh, you don't lotion. I'm like, yo, shut up, nigga. Like, I, I, I lotion, you know? Because, like, I posted a KD picture and someone was like, you're the one to talk. I'm like, bro, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> that was that's 10 years crazy. ago. Crazy. Uh, I mean, I lotion. Ashy, that from a decade ago, they remembered that. <laughs> that's insane. You know, but the thing about my skin is, like, I have moist skin. Like, my skin's good. So, it'll be like, it'll never be scaly. I'm not a scaly ashy. I'm not scaly ashy. You're just like a white ashy. Yeah. Okay, we're Yeah, I'm not scaly. Like, scales. Nah, KD was fucking scales scaly. Bad. Skills is bad. That, that's like compound interest. On yeah, 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 ash, yeah, yeah. Bro, on those days where I'm, like, where I'm like only lotioning the visible parts of my body, bro. <laughs> for sure, some days I've tried. I've been trying to make the lotion stretch, <laughs> just trying to get out quick. And you're like, just one little pump. And pull so arm, how much? Like, how do you guys use your lotion until it's like it's done, done, or once yeah, you, once yeah, you can't yeah. stop pressing, you just like get a next bottle. No, when it's done, 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 done. Like I'm the type of guy that's in my room, pump, pump, like banging on the yeah, top, yeah, yeah, like yeah. till it's done. Like I you use, ever cut yeah. it open? Yeah. Oh God, no! I never cut it open, but I'll. I'll You've been there to cut off. open? Yeah. You're serious? Still, I rate that. But because there's so much product, and there's you're like, so much. Yeah. There has to be a better way to yeah. get the lotion. Yeah, cut it open. 
Uh, hello. You know, like the deodorant. You should get like the deodorant. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Make a dollar idea, oh, bro. Because when it was at the bottom, yeah. like like, like peanut it, butter like, or like, like mayonnaise and those jars, yeah. yeah. bro, you just screw it and it pushes all to the top. Yeah. Like what? Dragon's Come Den. On. Yeah, yo, we might have to Come do that. Dead ass. I've been crazy. seeing this for huh? years. <laughs> Tell him bleep this. A lot. Imagine you try to get something out of a jar. You're or whatever. Just even like toothpaste. Yeah. I'm out here rolling my toothpaste in two different directions. But there's directions. a tool for that. There there's is, like yeah, there's like yeah. that little thingy. The little clamp. Yeah. But still, yeah. it looks like up? a chips clip. You know yeah. the chips clip? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. the same idea. Huh? You can 3D print it. I'll 3D print you one. But I'm... it's one of those things that like you could just use your finger. Oh. But then yeah. some people like you know no, buy the clip. I'm I'm using my finger. <laughs> yeah. When it's no more finger, I'm rolling up the bottom and <laughs> exactly. using my finger, pushing it sideways. Put the um, I do the most. <laughs> I can just walk downstairs and get more toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. But I gotta make sure that I use every drop of toothpaste. People are just, you know, so much product in these things that we throw them out. They're laughing at us. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll come buy more. It's a scam. Yeah, for sure. I hate big business. Yeah. What? I hate you big do? business. Until I'm big business and I love it. Oh. No, I, okay. I hate big business as of right now. Doesn't matter. Sure. It's time. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, most likely. No, no. No, hopefully, yes. Yes. The answer is yes. But see, I don't know if I want to be big business, but I want to be big business, you know? Mm. I mean, it's going to be a lot big of... business regardless. Are you talking about team. Big's Ribs? Yes. So, like, are you going to open, like, a... What's the end goal? Like, a store? Like, storefront? Or, like... You know, I'm kind of iffy on the whole thing, mm. you know? I love to do it. But then, like... I still have yet to try one. Yo. Of your ribs. I goofed. Because I should have brought ribs. Oh, shit. That's sure. okay. Yeah. Big goof. But, but you know what that means? The only thing... Ask in Waterloo. That's all that means. But that's the thing. I feel like I'm missing out because I'm in Waterloo. And, like, when will it make sense for me to drive no, two drop hours for ribs? Yo, there's a... There's a um, you know, there's a, a Chick-fil-A in Kitchener. Yes. Yes, I want to go to that Chick-fil-A one day. Okay. So one day, well, so I'll have ribs that can meet you at that Chick-fil-A. I'll get your Chick-fil-A for you. No, no, you. no, 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 no. If you're, you know, no. if you're your coming camera, all this way. Bring your camera. Okay. Oh. And you can take a picture of me and my Chick-fil-A bag. Or your ribs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a Chick-fil-A bag. He's a Chick-fil-A bag. I'm so down. Because I... Cause, my girlfriend moved out like to like Hamilton area, so I want to get closer to that Chick Fil A. Yes, so yes, I'll yes. be out at that Chick Fil A one day, and then one day I'm you. out there, <laughs> I'm gonna have ribs for you. I promise. I'm so down, but but like, so but you want to go far with like far like you want you want this to be something because you're good at it, obviously. He's good. Yeah, don't say that. You haven't tried the ribs yet. So. Oh shit! I mean, I, I just I feel like you know, I know him. <laughs> they do go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're short ribs. <laughs> Holy they're fuck. probably so t- they'll fall off the bone so tender and like juicy with that sauce, you know. So like usually when I make my ribs, I have my girlfriend on the phone, and every time like the ribs fall off the bone, I'm like, oh, so tender. Oh my <laughs> god! And she's at a point where she's like, okay, we can. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for me, like sometimes like if I'm trying to put on the barbecue and shit's falling off the, it's mm. good. Yeah, it's yeah. tender, but it's like it's messy. Like shit's yeah. falling off, yeah. and I gotta. Ugh. But well, look what I'm worried about. Pain ribs, points. You know, but mm. yes, uh, eventually, maybe one day, potentially, hopefully, you know, yeah. get to a point I mean, where I feel we'll, like we'll talk after the pod. Big's yeah. ribs, like literally so catchy. Yeah, you think so? Right? It is Big's ribs, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Count, so so the the stuff that falls off and onto the grill, do you uh, count that into your spillage? Oh, like the big the big pieces, I just I just grill those same ways. Like if half a rib falls off, I just grill it and like, put it in. But the it falls like in the grill though. Uh, no, it doesn't fall like under. It's just like on oh, the. But there must the... be some that falls in the grill. <laughs> yeah, small pieces I do. I just they just burn up. Up the price. Mm-hmm. Spillage. Up the price. 
I can do that? Yeah, for sure. Of course I can, right? For sure. You know, I actually need to do I need to up my price. And I'm kind of scared to do it. Why? I this don't is know. a great topic because everyone is scared to up their price. Because but I came in the market with this price and I'm scared to go up. But like, no, but you I know, pay so much for like, yeah. I didn't account for fucking wet naps. But people are going to I did see, gonna, I did see a business pay. up their, their thing by $5 and... Man, stop yeah. so. See, it's like I'm scared to like. <laughs> yeah, no, that did happen. Yeah, so, yeah. it was only an extra five. The price point was perfect. They found only the extra point. They five, and they're doing so much yeah. too. The food is awesome. The delivery is there, but bars five bucks. Nope. I was like, with the nope. little five hours and from twenty to twenty-five. Yeah. Like it wasn't even yeah. that deep. That's crazy. It was, it was the thing is, they got competition though. You feel me? Yeah. At that price point that they had initially, they were perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's doing it like big ribs though. Yeah, that's gonna, the thing. You don't really I got need competition. to update my price. Though. That's right. That's and right. actually, I'm in the I'm in the works. I don't know. I gotta look deeper into it. See if I can actually like, do like um like delivery service, like Uber Eats and stuff from mm. home. Like I'm not too sure if I need to have like a physical like actual like restaurant location. Oh, true. Because I I would just do like not like pick up but only delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just yeah, pick yeah. up the bag for me. I've been looking into that. That's something I want to do in the new year. Mm. So there's steps towards. There has to be way. There has to be like a way for like these. Not like mom and pop, but like you know what I mean, like these mm. smaller, like restaurants or I'm whatever. Ghost services, kitchens. yeah. Ghost but kitchens. Those are expensive yeah. as hell. Yeah, Ghost kitchens at least the are one, one that, that I looked you at. Rent? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Like it, a lot of times, restaurants that don't want to be seen on Uber Eats will put their shit on as a different restaurant, but through a ghost kitchen. Uh-huh. So you'll, you'll look and you'll click the location and there's like a 40 restaurants that are coming out of the same building and you know what it is. Oh, I see, I see. Like, you know those people that like just deliver just like ice cream? Yeah. Yeah, it's a ghost kitchen. Mm. With a generic like chicken burger. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I mean, Good I think, play. I feel like, I have a good feeling about this. Like, I just feel like there's, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been great. Like, I, I'm really upset I didn't have ribs today. I wasn't really thinking. That's okay. No, Next I goofed. Time. I goofed. Tell me I goofed. Chick-fil-A, you tell goofed. Me I goofed. A little, just because you're telling me okay, that yeah. I should tell okay, you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 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 No, because I need to, I need, I need to Forby's be. like, a little. You, you goofed a little, but I, I can't need give you that be, one. I need it to be known that I goofed, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Gotta be better. Wasn't prepared. That's okay. Next time. Next time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, are we going to go to recommendations? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do with, it. Let's start with Emmy. Emmy, so at the end of every episode, we have recommendations for the listeners. That could be anything you want it to be. It could be like oh. personal care. It could be some fucking, like, you could you could recommend them to check out your own shit. You could recommend oh, them to watch wow. something, listen to an mm. album, whatever it is. It's just some level of recommendation. Okay. Okay, I think I have two. My first one is I recommend that you watch a man named Scott. Have you guys seen it? No, no. I never even heard of it. Ooh. So Scott Kikuddy, oh. uh dropped a documentary. Uh, whether or not you like him, like I was never a huge fan, but I watched it and it, it was sick. It was so, sick. so well shot. And like you just have this really nice view into like his, his like mental state during like all of his albums. And it just makes you appreciate like not just Kid Cudi as an artist, but just um, a vulnerable, like open man. Of color, mm-hmm. talking about his emotions in music and how that blew up his life. So it's a really crazy perspective. I really enjoyed it. Uh, my boyfriend was like super really into it. He told me to watch it, and I like loved. As a creative, I loved it as yeah. well. Uh, so a man named Scott. And honestly, I recently got into Tyler the Creator after day in Vegas, like more than I ever did. Um, and so I just recommend like just going into an artist that you maybe feel is overhyped, but, like, giving them a chance. Because I gave Tyler a chance, and I feel like I appreciate his music so much more. So, yeah. For sure. Those are my recommendations. Okay. 
That's great. You know, for for a first time guest, I must say, solid right right up the yeah. Yeah. Like, get prepared. Yeah. 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 Right I just day. thought of it right now too. No, you're awesome. Yeah. And cool. usually guests get like flamed by like. Oh really? Yeah. And you, everyone has one strike. I say, you have one strike. I'll let it slide. But you didn't even hit the one strike. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. I want to know like yeah. what level of recommendations you guys are on. Oh God. I'll let you know right now. Currently, I don't have one. But by the time he gets around, this way. Oh me too. So. First and foremost, I recommend following M on Instagram. And that's visionsof.em. Follow her. She's a fucking creative legend. One of the few creative contemporaries that I actually like working with. Because the rest of y'all have your heads up your asses. Um, Second recommendation (laughs) is to exercise your ego in a healthy way. Do this shit in low-risk environments. Don't be a dick to people that actually matter to you. But people that matter to you enough and you matter to them... Try it out and just figure out how to do it healthily because otherwise you will not do too well in this world. You will struggle or you'll become a cunt once you hit it big. So Damn. exercise your ego. It's just another part of you. It's just like any other muscle in your body. Try that shit. I feel like, I was going to say quickly, I feel like when I have kids, I want them to talk to Uncle Kirat and just oh, like for sure. get Jeez. some wisdom, um, you know? I'm, I'm meant to be an uncle. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the sickest uncle. That's when he Uncle Iroh for real. <laughs> um, I'm down to raise kids without raising kids. You feel yeah. me? On my Bernie Sanders shit, I am once again recommending <laughs> that you drink water. Because yeah. a lot of people think that because it's getting chillier outside, you know, there's not, a, you know, the risk of like dehydration from the sun or whatever the case is, that water is not as necessary as it, as it is. And I'm here to tell you, you're fucking wrong. It yep. is. It is very necessary to keep Even the system so. flushed, to keep the mind active. The mind is about 97% water. The brain is 97% water. The body is about 70% water. So you got to keep the water in the body fresh and hydrated. So that's my first recommendation of the week. And that's my like probably 10th time recommending it on the pod. My it's next a good rec- recommendation though. No, for sure. My next recommendation of the week, which is staying on brand, is to get yourself, like I had in grade eight, some incredibly well thought of and high quality undergarments for the winter i'm not just talking about your underwear your socks i'm talking about long johns i'm talking about tech t-shirts and tech and tech long sleeves and just generally under uh garment clothing that will keep you warm outside of your uh outerwear you got any good recommendations for places to get good heat uniqlo Uniqlo yeah um and undergarments for for the winter those guys took under armor's fucking bag Mm. oh you love to see it Uh, my recommendation uh, would be to get some nice, some nice. I call them soft pants. So like sweatpants, you know. Get you some nice pair of sweatpants. I I I was a strictly denim guy until COVID hit. Like that's all insane. the time you wore Yo, denim. That's so crazy. Literally, me too. I, really? I, I, I was always what? wearing denim. Like like I didn't wear anything but denim. Damn. I only ever wore black jeans. Like I think. That's crazy. Well, I think the before? first time I like I wore sweatpants, sweatpants is when I got tech fleece. And besides, that, I would I would only wear denim. 365 days of the year. Like. Damn. You're a madman. So what kind of brands <laughs> yeah. would you recommend for like not like, uh, like, like Roots, I, Nike? I All my sweats I have right now are either Shadow Spooky Gang or mm. Nike. And I, fa- I I got these, I don't know what style these are. These aren't really technically like sweats. Like joggers-ish? Yeah, but I got yeah. them when I worked at Nike and I never I never used to wear them after I left, but I put them on the other day. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so nice. Yeah. I wear them everywhere <laughs> I go. I rock at the house, I wear them. Like, hey, yeah. Form-fitting? Yes. Yo, low key. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> <have some> <laughs> you look 
towards him, drop her chin a little bit. You look at him. Eyes up. I just, uh, I just asked him. I was curious. And he just, curious. His eyes get wider and he nods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 but uh, but uh, yeah, sweatpants because they're soft, they're comfortable, they keep yeah, you warm. Yeah. And uh, sure. I this is my first like winter wearing like 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 sweats, I guess, and it's been great so far. I would rec my third. Sorry, I need to pick no, back because no, it's such great. a fire recommendation. We, we pick it back here all the time. I literally cannot wear denim. Like I just really? I can't. I literally, I, but I can't wear sweats. Mm -hmm. So I go to Lululemon and I buy joggers, and I only get their sale ship because like. It can be a lot. But if you go to their ABC? website. Huh? Have you gotten the ABC joggers? I don't know. From Lululemon? I, I only got two. Oh two the of the ABC same jog one. ABC joggers are the best. Those are joggers. Ever. Those are really nice. These are like jog. I don't know if they're jog. But dude, like I can eat and I don't have to unbun my pants. Mm. Key. It's like uh, air. Yeah. Like I'm I'm sweating on they're top. But I'm not. Yeah. I like that. Form fitting. I like that. So like, and the guy selection you is like sick. That, huh? So yeah, yeah. I you love form-fitting pants. Absolutely. Yeah. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, just to get the demon's recommendation quick. My last one is just to watch Dexter if you ever started. Oh, I have. Oh. Didn't I have it? Didn't it just like revamp like yeah. a new? Yeah, and I was gonna just start the revamped one. Oh, okay. I love. But Dexter. I was like, I'll just start from the beginning, and yeah. I started on Saturday. I'm on season that's the two. Thing. I don't know if you know, but the continue like the yeah, you show me. it's the continuation. Yeah. Oh, so oh what? They just continue, continue. Like what? Ten years later? Yeah, it ended. 2014 oh, and shit. I thought the ending was garbage. I love yeah. the show, but yeah, I thought that's the what I always hear. The ending was and they shit. just picked up where they left Ooh, off. Oh my god! So I'm like so happy in. about yeah. it. I'm back yeah. in. For me, when someone explained it to me like years ago, like when probably when I was in like high school, like oh, it's about a serial killer. I'm like, okay, that's just like that's trash. Like, I don't yeah, know, like, whatever. Like that's a trash. Like and I just never got into it. Like why do I watch a show about somebody who just kills people like that? Like that's trash. <laughs> you know, maybe I was a different headspace back then. But um, yeah, I started watching it on Saturday and I'm on season two, like episode oh, five, and I've just been going hard at it. And it's crazy though, cause like I don't like watching too much of this shit because it affects how I dream. Mm, same. And literally, yeah. I when I fell asleep watching Dexter at four thirty, I had a dream that someone put like this big wad of cash in the middle of the street, and it was my job to go get the wad of cash out of there. People are blowing up and shit. Oh my god! And I'm like, that's why I just that's why I just gotta watch my the office and go to bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I fell asleep and the people are blowing up. I'm getting chased down the street like so much craziness. Just got a dream about being nagged by Dwight. And yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Yeah. So I, I have a I have a third one too. Sorry, Devo. Damn. <laughs> we were talking about pants, and I and know pulls up everybody's a fucking recommendation. <laughs> <next year, right? laughs> Yo, I'm super fucking late to the party, but I recently got um, compression pants for when I'm at the gym. Oh. Fam, let me tell you, that shit makes such a fucking huge difference. Like how? Like, what does it do? What does it do? It's very form fitting. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so right. what compression pants hug do? Is, you. They they hug your, they hug your pants. Area, okay. your region oh, of legs. For I men? Why I couldn't find the word legs. For there. men? Like the men? Men and women too. Okay. Everybody's got compression tights. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> fucking cowbunga, dude. <laughs> but compression pants, what they do is they, they help regulate your blood flow mm. and they keep your muscles intact. At least I feel like my muscles are way more engaged when I'm wearing that. And like the last leg day I had, I, I put those joints on for the first time and took them to the gym. I have this next level of confidence with doing leg workouts right now because I just yeah. it just my body just Probably feels contained. different because they're, because they're so effect? because they're so form fitting everybody can see the work when you leave you no sick. I wear shorts on top bro yeah you yeah. want type of sicko what do you mean to wear compression just <laughs> compression pants <laughs> yeah, that's like that. a that's like a what are this is why he asked you to perform it's a medicine society just you walking around yeah that's compression pants that is yeah. a fucking absolute madman you're nuts if you do that bro yes no pun intended <laughs> you're out of your nice. mind to do that. you're out of your mind to do that. I, I feel like it could be placebo too but the thing is I know that near the end of my sets when I'm like squatting mm -hmm. especially when I go to the heavier side of what I squat okay like, do you want to put a number out there just 
Good. I'm I'm building myself back because I haven't been to the gym no for so long. Just, right? just say number. I'm so building I'm... myself back up to two plates, so I'm like right there. Nice. Placebo or not, if it works, it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah see? totally. But the thing is, I noticed that my like I'll end up like pivoting at my heel or like my knee will disengage, mm. like mm. going in a weird direction. But because the shit is so tight and it's like fucking oh, keeping sick. it there, yeah. and it's mad breathable too. It's crazy because mm. when I was feeling hot. And I would like walk, the air would make my shit oh, cold. True. But when it was cold outside and I would walk, it would make my shit warm. And I'm like, yo, these are sick. Damn. They're from Under Armour, but they're fucking sick. So they weren't like crazy expensive ones, but they were mm. dope. So yeah. I can only imagine how much better they get from here. Yeah. Right? But uh, yeah, that shit was different, fam. Like I, I, I pushed, usually I start off with my heaviest like set and then I stack down at the end. Mm. I ended off with my heaviest set and I haven't done that since I was like young as hell, first getting into the gym. Because I was too scared to push weight, right? And I felt like, I'm like, damn, am I a bitch? Am I too scared to push weight? I, eas- I easily killed this shit. I could have I been started with this. I would have gone even higher. This is crazy. But yeah, compression pants. Nice. Do that shit. If you I, I, own a, I own some. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, for basketball, relax. I hoop with my, my three-quarter length. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So I have a little Katie gap right Make here. Make sure that you don't <laughs> hear the cops, a lie. I'm sorry. Huh? Diva, what's Jesus. your recommendation? Um... <laughs> Everybody good? Everyone got theirs out? <laughs> yeah. You have no time to think about yours? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. You, you have one. I've had, I had mine, though. I got it very quickly after I said that almost immediately came to me. Um, so if I got a sadder note, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the holiday season is coming up, um, and I think that it's just important to be very mindful that um, although it seems like a very joyous and mm. celebratory time that not everyone is going through the same thing in life and a lot so of people true. don't have um, family or friends to celebrate these times with. So just be very mindful that um, not everyone is in the same headspace around these times and just try and do your best to make it enjoyable for everyone that's such a nice words, reminder come talk to the gang Papa come Devo. talk to the for gang sure. Papa Devo for sure. just reminding us I actually have another recommendation to piggyback off what you said about Christmas <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh um, December 1st I'm re-releasing uh, this Christmas so uh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's news to me <laughs> no like <laughs> <laughs> not like re-releasing it, but I'm gonna p- pump the link again. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not like nah, do it. Do a remaster. Do a remix version. <laughs> yeah. Do a deluxe. This guy's a busy guy. I don't know if he can commit to that, but uh, Fuck. uh we'll, we'll find December studios, 1st, bro. I'll good. send you my Christmas EP. And three ribs. songs. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh for sure. I can't think of ribs and Christmas EP. Yes. SoundCloud. Eight minutes. Quick. Is this real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. no way. Yeah, yeah, Dropped yeah, on Christmas last year. But I'm not going to send you a link to December 1st. I'm down. December 7th is my birthday, so I'm going to consider it a birthday gift. So you have to send it on December 1st. Perfect. Yeah, for sure. So I can celebrate it on my birthday, too. For sure. For sure. Set an alarm. I'll remember. I'll forget. reminders. Set an alarm. (laughs) 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 And a specific time you want it? The link? Um, Midnight? No, whenever it feels right for you. Okay, bet. Because then I'll appreciate it more because it's your, like, you decided to send it at that moment. Okay, bet. I can do that. Oh, great. All right. Uh... Anybody got anything else? I don't want to be that guy. Okay. But uh, get your vitamin D. You're going to be that guy. Uh, I was actually listening to something and like, they're, it's funny because they're set in Jamaica and they try to say that like, people in Jamaica sometimes during the winter, they have like a trouble getting sun. And I'm like, how do you have a problem getting sun in like Jamaica? So you're talking about the, the positives of vitamin D. So in the time where our days are... <laughs> For sure. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So get outside and get some sun. I know sunset at like 4.30. But like just try to get out, go for a walk, get some fresh air. So you're not yeah. bogged down in your 
your house the whole time. But that's my last one, I promise. <laughs> that's been episode 64. Uh, thank you, Emmy, for thank joining you so thank much. Thank you guys for having pleasure. me. This was so nice. This is a nice little catch up. <laughs> I haven't seen Emmy in so long. Yeah, probably yeah. going on like two years because they think you shot yeah. for us December like oh, 13th shit. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that the other clap. That I guess I gotta listen back to it. Then. You just stand up real quick. <laughs> nah, bro. I'm good. Oh my god, oh. it's time for the twerkulate. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Emmy, for coming thank out. Thank you for having me. Mission's here to talk to the gang, so we appreciate you. Of course. Uh, don't stop being great. Emmy, you're so special and you're so wonderful, Love and you I'm guys. so glad you're here. Yeah. You guys are so Until sweet. next time, we Until have to do this time. again, of course. But... Yeah, but like, we can hang out as friends. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. We have to hang out with your daughter. And... Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You gotta be yeah, Amaya. Gotta have a little ribs and Amaya time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely. I'm, I'm there for Amaya. <laughs> and so, you. Uh, well, we'll we'll figure out a trip to the loot. It's been a long time. For sure. Oh, yeah. oh trip to the loot. To my mama's house. Eat some kebab. Catch me at King and Uni. <laughs> oh. All right. Wow. Well, thank you Great for times. tuning in to episode sixty-four. Here. Oh. Take it away. <clears throat> Let me make it. Gang, gang.